The Empyrean. That hellscape beyond. The Immaterium. The Warp. Words cannot describe the realm that lays alongside our own, poised to rush into any breach in the sheer gossamer of the barrier between worlds. Of all the natural and man-made horrors of the universe, this is humanity's greatest threat. And this is your road. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm everybody's favorite GM. Uh, I'm joined by a slightly smaller group today. Uh, to my left, the eye that searches for the light. My name is Liam, and I'm playing the character Casimir Lerange, the navigator. All right. Excuse my French. To his left, uh, the undauntable smile. Hi, I'm Joe. I'm playing Sunny Progenium. To his left, a man soft of voice but strong of jaw. I'm old man Jenkins. Yeah, I'm who? played by Colby. There we go. <laughs> He's very into character. And to my right, the ins, the essential, sensual, sensual. I'm Zach, and I am playing Vincenzo Goro Moreo Feinstein, or Tony. <laughs> Tony. Tony. All right. When we last left the crew. Um, everyone was standing on the bridge of the McClesson, which is the name of our starship. We just received a message from uh, High Command of the local fleet that you have a writ of recovery for the Vasco da Gama Warrant of Trade. Um, this entitles you to behave as a rogue trader so long as you are searching the, for the warrant, and upon finding it, if you ever do, you may assume its titles and privileges. Um, you also just sort of uncovered most of a plot to kill the first mate, who is now acting captain, because the plot did succeed in killing Captain Gardens. Um, he is dead. He's covered in a sheet. Um, and, let's see, Captain Dick, right? Uh, the captain with a mighty mustache, according to my notes. Uh, I've got to see. He, go, he says... <clears throat> captain Dick Johnson. Uh, right, so uh, you guys uh, take care of all this sort of stuff. Um, get rid of that thing, he points to the body. Drop off those relay workers wherever they're supposed to go and start snooping about for whoever tried to kill me. I'm going to start moving all my stuff into the captain's quarters. And he exits with a slam of the, uh, the sliding doors there. Um, he manages to slam a sliding door. Yeah, he manages to slam a sliding door. <laughs> As he leaves, sit down. <laughs> sit down. <laughs> I was just about to say. Everybody, everybody sit, sit down. down. Get rid of that thing. Take care of the shit that needs to take care of. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go move a couch. Um, and that's why he's not going to be here for this session, um, and not because his player is not here. Um, but that's the real reason. In any case, before anything happens, Casimir turns to um, security. Old man. Security officer Jenkins. Actually, it's Archmilitant Jenkins. Sorry. His first name is Archmilitant Jenkins. Sir. Yeah? I have a request. Why you want? These two deviants, and I point towards the two prisoners. You're on the bridge. The oh. prisoners are in the brig. Right. Points to a photo. <laughs> <laughs> bridge and brig sound similar, but they're in very different parts of the ship. Those two deviants we had held up in the bridge. Brig. Yeah. I'd ask that you turn them into my services. <laughs> I may have use of them. So you want you want two traders yes they will be useful for navigating the warp now you guys have all been command staff on this ship for a little while so you've traveled the warp before and you know about 
the rituals that uh, Cass under undergoes. Um, yeah. They usually involve canvases, knives, uh, un- unfortunates, and lots and lots of blood. So take consider that as you will. Although these are both um, prisoners that you have in the brig. So Although one... So do we have just admitted to knowing stuff and then you clapped him in irons? So he might be innocent. <laughs> One of them did try to kill the acting captain and succeeded in killing the captain. So, so to my knowledge, we have just a room full of like slaves that we torture and kill no, every normally time. Normally, it's crew members. <laughs> oh, geez. It's a lottery. It's a lottery-driven system. <clears throat> of course, only privates. Only, no, it's only a, the privates. <laughs> only the ones only who the lead. They gotta have a They're better. They're coming out completely. They gotta, Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta have a better term for that. Only people who are not officers, NGOs, non no, and conscripts, conscripted men. Yeah. Well, Cass, uh, you can have the one that that killed the captain. Uh, I'm gonna hold on to the, the second one for now. What are you going to do the with it? The second one literally has no reason to be arrested. <laughs> he came forward with helpful information. I got bad news. <laughs> it's the it, it, Warhammer, ladies and gentlemen. This Imperium. is precisely the way things work. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Were you slightely connected with this thing? Clap him in irons. <laughs> Turn him into a servitor or strap a bomb around his neck and add him to a penal legion. Yeah, he's lucky he's not in a servitor. Well, you, can, you can have Giles. He tried to kill the captain and succeeded, so, yeah. That will be acceptable. I'm sure the crew will be less apprehensive about this one. It definitely won't be thrown up as much. In fact, take that whole platoon. No. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. All right, so are you willing to turn over Giles, at least, into the custody of the navigators? Yeah, you can have Giles. Do with him what you will. I don't want to know. Excellent. I'll have my people contact your people. The captain's last standing orders were to get rid of Figure it out. the captain's body, who is still uh, laying on the bridge, covered in a sheet. It's um, There's sort of three tiers to the bridge. The top is um, basically where the captain sits. It's got the big captain's chair. It's got yeah. kind of a control panel. He's got a, a pair of petty officers there that he can directly... Uh, command to. Next to him is also the uh, Astropath Transcendent. Um, this middle row is where usually most of you guys hang out. It's the main officer's band. And then below that is a bunch of petty officers uh, at various different uh, scanners and aspects, readouts, um, stuff like that, helm, thing, uh, things of that nature. Um, the captain's body is right up top. It's right next to the big sliding doors. Um, it's sort of in like a half casket almost it's just sort of been placed out of the way um and you've been directed to get rid of it somehow would i know like to would i know a funeral or boot it out an airlock would i know the sop i would know the sop on like something like this right so uh, proper sort of the sons st- of the patriots standard operating procedure <laughs> yeah um <laughs> sons of the patriots <laughs> So, like, I would know, like, as hey, we need to drop him off at his home planet, yeah, or yeah. we just need to shoot him out of a torpedo. And <laughs> as a high-ranking officer, um, he's entitled to uh, his will. will have things in it oh. uh, that uh, should happen to his body. You have access to his will. Mm-hmm. You're the one who probably took it Is it, it just down. like a data slate? Um, yeah, you can just pull it up on your data slate. Oh, damn. I'm um, <laughs> just have a PDF <laughs> that says... Well, I can, like, just look at everybody's wills. Like, 
that's something everybody should do is make a will ah. for their character. Um, yeah. Because Lord knows we're going to use it. Okay. Or I suppose the Emperor knows. Emperor be praised. Uh, <laughs> it's like the Fonz. Fonz be praised. Um, so I have access to the captain's will. You have access to the captain's will. So it's not a piece of paper, though. It's electronic. It's on the... There is a piece of paper somewhere, but... It's also been digitized. Okay, cool. Um, so oh, all cool. proper documentation needs to be written out properly on parchment, um, and then digitized. And then digitized again, so you have easy access to it. So I will pull up. I don't know if I'm supposed to be the one in charge of this, but I suppose I will be. You would be. Yeah. The I'll pull up the captain's ex captain's will, mm -hmm. and uh, see what it has to say. Um, as a military commander, he knows, and and also the uh, he taught everything. Dick everything he knows, Captain Dick. Um, and you know how Captain Dick behaves. He's very brutish. He's a man built of squares both in his mind and in his body. Um, and Captain Gargans was very much the same. Um, he says, if it's most expedient, um, no ceremony, just get me out of the way. Throw me out an airlock if, if necessary. But if there is time and reason for ceremony, um, any shrine world will do. Shrine world? <laughs> shrine world. So we're, okay. Do I know, would I know of any Shrine Worlds in the sector we're in? Um, that would be the purview of a navigator. Is the navigator in the room with me? I believe the navigator is, unless he has did gone you, to personally get the, the guy from the brig. You're still next to me? Yeah, I'm okay, still so right I, next to you. Cass. <laughs> a little too close and a little too leaning <laughs> he's, over. He's like leaning he's over. He's reading the will as well. You spelt that word wrong. <laughs> Cass, do you know of any... Yes, Tony. Do you know of any uh, shrine worlds in this sector? Let me explore my mind palace. Everybody get down! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Now, right. yeah, just make a, a an easy uh, plus 20 navigation check. All right. So this is a navigation check? Yes. Stellar? Stellar. Cool. I don't rightly know. <laughs> 89. <laughs> Fortunately for you, if you go back to your chambers and pull up some navigation charts, you could probably make another check and you have a bonus to it. I I don't know if I immediately can tell you, but I can go back to my chambers and retrieve maps, which may give directions. I do have a suggestion. Captain Gardens states if... I suppose if, if you look... And it's easy enough to find a shrine world on our way to solving the mystery Captain Dick has sent us on. We will stop and have a rite of a, a ceremony for him. If not, he goes out the torpedo tube. <laughs> if you would hear my suggestion, Tony. I know Captain was speaking very fondly of an ocean world, one which we float above right now. You are docked to a deep space listening post. There are no planets within a couple hundred light years. Oh, I thought he said he was going to... Okay, never mind. Yeah, he you wants to retire to a planet with an ocean. Do you need to, like, tune that thing a little bit? Or? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that part out. <laughs> if there are any... <laughs> I, the navigator has no idea where we are. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> As well, if there are no throne worlds nearby... Throne worlds. Throne worlds. <laughs> Shrine worlds. <laughs> Shrine worlds. There's one throne world. <laughs> if there are no other Shrine worlds nearby, then we may be able to dump him at a more oceanic area. 
That's not in the will. Yeah, the will says just either shoot him into space or Shrine World. Okay. Targeting uh, Astro Commander. What's your name? Arch Militant. Arch Militant. (laughs) Astro (laughs) Commander. Are we going to start handing out fake pranks now? (laughs) I really like Astro Commander, though. Let me file that for future use. How can I help you there, Sonny? How accurate are our targeting computers? Very. How about we just launch him towards his planet of choice? That's way. It, that's, that's that's two birds, one stone. Well, we need to make sure that the planet. Also, just to initiate you into the lingo, we use cogitators, not computers. Subtle differences, mostly fleshy. Yeah, cogitators are. Are people. our cogitators good at doing math? <laughs> They're very good at doing math. They're more efficient than computers. Are they just a bunch of Asians hooked up to a <laughs> No, they're more like ancient dead skulls wired into a computer. It's Asian, like, Asian skulls? Like, you when know, China took over. <laughs> Dave the Barbarian, where he makes a megaphone out of a squirrel, a piece of string, and a megaphone. Same idea, but they strapped a skull to a computer and called it a cogitator. Okay. Well, we still need to know where the closest shrine world is. So I think our navigator should go. I'm sure there are some Imperial records that'll take you a little bit longer to rifle through, but if it's faster to pull up things on a PDF than it is for him to go back and check his arcane psychic... uh, Don't worry. Don't worry, I got this. How far away from the bridge is the uh, Astropath's... Not the Astropath. What's he? Navigator. The Navigator's quarter. So his uh, like sleeping quarters and stuff is not too far. All of the officers' quarters are... Uh, decently close to the bridge because that's the place where they're needed most. What about his command action um, center? He does have a sanctum, which is deep in the belly of the ship, not too far from the uh, plasma generator. But that's because he needs to be cocooned by um, various things when he's actually moving the ship through the warp. A lot of redundant wards um, and subfields and things like that. Is there a diagonal elevator to that one? Um, I think there's a corkscrew elevator to that one. Okay. Left-handed. How, how far away, let's establish this right now, how far away in walking time is the bowel center ship that he hangs out in when he does his, when he does his navigation from the bridge? From the bridge? Um, let's call it a nice nine minutes. <clears throat> I got it. He played a psycho previously, so he understands the importance of the number nine. Number nine? Number nine. Number nine. We've got to say it nine times. <laughs> um, so if I try to pull up records on my data slate. <clears throat> so it's difficult minus 30 because you're basically cross-referencing various documents to try and find a list of planets. Okay. And your data slate is really slow. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's gonna fix Somebody didn't update the cache. And how do, how do I? How do I? What skill would that be? Jesus. <laughs> let, let, me, let me see your sheet. <clears throat> to, to try to pull it up on a data slate to see. Or maybe I know a knowledge. It would be a scholastic lore check, probably, which it doesn't look like you have. Mm. So you're filing through all these files and you're just like, man, this is navigator work. I just yeah. don't understand it. Okay. <clears throat> There's so too I've many planets. You can find a document from anywhere, but you can't find the place where the document came from. This is why you've got, you know, a hundred or so sub, uh, yeah. uh, what do you call them? People. Uh, clerks that work underneath you. I, I, 
You were elected to lead, not to read. <laughs> to lead, not to read. I s- take a big sniff and then turn dramatically and walk towards the elevator. I don't. He's I don't exiting pause. dramatically. Yeah, I exit dramatically from the room. Okay. There's a little flourish of music as he does. <laughs> um, with one mutant gone, the bridge is significantly more human and more inviting. Um, all that remains of the non-humans here is the uh, astropath in the corner. But he has his, uh, uh, he's rubbing his temples and he uh, and dabbing at his his slightly bleeding nose with a with a handkerchief and doesn't seem to be uh, too into the, the current conversation. Would uh, leaving the captain's body where it's at is that the correct? Um, or probably getting it, it in the out of the way would be nice. So um, I'll 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 be like. You know, I'll take a couple of the guys who are just fiddling around with gizmos and gadgets and be like, hey, you two there, take the captain's body and get it down to the freezer or <laughs> medical Something. wing. Yeah, the morgue. If we have a morgue, I don't know. Um, there's probably a, is a small morgue in the medical bay, mm-hmm. so um, and they can do some embalming stuff there yeah. as well yeah, if yeah. need be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. So you you move the captain's body, yep, ex captain's body, I suppose, yep, um, away from there, which leaves the question of where you're headed now, um, and what you want to do. Uh, keep in mind, there are still some servitors down in the um, cargo bay being fixed and that need to be returned to the listening post. And there's four more empty uh, cargo containers that need to be brought well, on board. I will probably... Take off! Go! <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably... We're still docked to the yeah. bay. And we're just like ripping <laughs> dragging it along. I'll probably... Um, <laughs> just enter the warp while we're right next to it. <laughs> Jesus. I'll probably... Uh, I'll probably reopen the cargo bay... Okay. And finish the <coughs> logistics of what we were doing and like head it up and make sure that everybody finishes it because there was a fucking panic button ha- happened. Yeah. So, so I'll, I'll reorganize everything. Them and finishing sure. off shouldn't take more than 18 hours if you press them to work hard. Right. Or they're going to work hard. We're getting this shit done. We got places to be. All right. <laughs> Anybody who drops dead gets sent to the navigator. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody caught them taking a break and not on designated hours uh, goes to the navigator. All right. That will give you plus five towards completing current endeavor. Endeavor. Okay. Does anybody have anything specific they want to do in those 18 hours? So this game... There's a lot of downtime in because you're traveling the vast expanse of space. <coughs> yeah, so I'm going to check my... So I check the maps. All right. Um, these are basic quality maps, um, so you'll get a plus 10. Um, if you made them yourself, you would get a bigger bonus, but you have maps of the system because this is a charted area. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the portion of the system that's charted is what you're looking for anyway. Okay, so I'll make another navigation stellar check. All right. Okay, uh, three, 34, so three degrees of success. Two degrees, of success. Two degrees of success. I was going to say, I don't think you have a 60. Um, actually, is this is 10, intelligence, so. so yeah, it's three degrees. There you go. All right, so three degrees of success. Um, you pull up, well, you look at the charts, and it's all laid out right for you, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, this is, a, this is exactly what I need. Yep. Um, there are a number of systems in the Derrita uh, sector. Um, there is the Antipater uh, system which doesn't have what you're looking for. The Gatea system, which doesn't have what you're looking for. There's the Haywax system, which does not have what you're looking for. The Celebas system, 
which does not have what you're looking for. The Phoxus system, which also does not have what you're looking for. Shrine worlds are rather rare. Um, basically, they're a, almost like a planet that's designated as a church. They are often filled with graveyards. They have many, many temples on them. Um, they're often uh, places, strong points for the ecclesiarchy. Um, usually great deeds were performed there, things to be commemorated. There's statues upon statues. Um, and, I mean, the Imperium is uh, rather religious at this point in uh, galactic history. Um, and Shrine worlds are like the pinnacle of that. They're few and far between, but they're super important worlds, essentially. Um, speaking of such things, uh, the spaceships that you're flying in are basically giant cathedrals with engines strapped to them. So in the bridge itself, um, like each one of these screens up front have kind of that sort of vaulted almost uh, archway kind of look that's pointed at the top, but slightly rounded, kind of like church windows. Um, there's a, like small flying buttresses um, along the walls, things like that. It's Grim, dark, and gothic. That's the best way that I can describe it, because those are the words that are used over and over and over again in all the novels. Anyway, you eventually find uh, the Asetus system, um, upon which Asetus principle is a shrine world. Um, it's not too far um, from here. Um, and in fact, uh, you remember the Asetus uh, world. Um, it pops, uh, the Asetus system, rather, pops right up into your head because one of the um, worlds in that system, uh, Jectinum, is where you're supposed to drop off the work, the relief workers from the, uh, what do you call it, listening post. It's almost as if everything's exactly where it needs to be for you all to be railroaded in a specific direction. Cool. Let's go back out of this Deratus sector into the sector that we came in from and find a planet there. That is an option. Okay, so I... I Return to the bridge with that information. And all tell that everybody. means is I need to change the names and keep all this stuff the same. <laughs> <laughs> so, who here is in charge of like crew? Um, work orders. So it's all sort of subdivided. Um, he, uh, he being Tony, um, is in charge of a lot of administrative stuff. Um, you're in charge of security stuff. Um, I think Chris wants to make a Void Master. He's sort of the go-between because he's a rank-and-file guy who's worked his way up to be an officer. Um, but at the moment, uh, probably uh, you as the Arch Militant, uh, Tony as the Central, or um, perhaps even Sonny as the Cleric, who's a man of the people, would be the ones giving out orders directly. Although you can always just pop open the PA system from the bridge and command the ship. All right, so I'm going to send an order down to uh, the brig to put Terrence, who was the guy who gave us information, mm -hmm. but kind of also messed up. I'm going to put him onto uh, latrine duty. Okay. Uh, that's For, for an indefinite period. Yeah. Um, so you radio up security with your microbead. You send him off to permanent latrine duty. That's his fate for the, to, for the rest of his life, essentially. Um, anything else? Uh, until 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 done otherwise, he's cleaning the toilets. All right, and there's many many toilets on this ship. Oh yeah, I give him a toothbrush. One toothbrush. <laughs> One toothbrush. It's, it's got to make it last. <laughs> it's got to be spot clean too. I want to be able to eat off those toilets. <laughs> That's a choice. <laughs>
All right, the order the order has been applied. You could actually make a... I, I don't think you need to make a command check for that. That's pretty basic. <laughs> Put that man in prison on latrine duty. <laughs> and then the other one. The other one. Send him away. He goes to the navigator. <laughs> Are you going to send him to the navigator? Because it's... Yeah, I'll send him to the navigator. Right. Why not? He's an asshole. Killed his fellow crewmate. He was the captain to get killed. <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> love isn't an option. <laughs> it's either the navigator or my <coughs> bolt pistol. One of the two. Love is a luxury you don't you don't achieve in this world. Speaking of navigators, boop, 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 boop. you have located a shrine world. I That's have the closest one. The one in the uh, system that you're adjacent to is very, very far away. So far away, in fact, that it doesn't have a name. <laughs> there's, there's a knock on your door, and one of the security guys pushes Giles in, closes the door really quickly. <laughs> Bound and gagged. I, I have... You'd be brought to probably your sanctum, not your quarters. Yeah, and I have... I basically send a message to my uh, navigator assistants, fellow younger navigators. Yeah, I suppose. The, the nebulous, unnamed backup navigators in case your character dies because ships carry more than one navigator to basically like Wait, add him string him up <laughs> yeah to add him to the herd Meets to back the on herd the <laughs> how many of these people do you have you don't need to know that <laughs> i do need to know that as your game master no other yeah it would just be him okay. so presumably there's like quarters that so we you keep put, him you in. put the gimp mask on him yeah i think i think there would be because of the style of this guy he's going to be like well fed Nobody's well-fed in the Imperium unless they're a noble or an officer. He's given, like, a good amount of Nutri-Gel. Nutri-Slurry. Yeah. And a cup of coffee. A recaf. Excellent. Yeah. That's a premium. You gotta make... You gotta fill... You gotta fill out a requisition form to get some recaf. <laughs> as as main officers, do we have recaf? Yes, you have pl as much recaf as you like. <laughs> and you get to eat real food, which is very important. I return to the bridge. Well, most of Tony's scenes, he has recaf. <laughs> <laughs> he lives on coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else, just recaf. He's a busy guy. So I return to the bridge, and I approach Jenkins, and I say, Thank you, Jenkins. You're, you're welcome. And I turn to Tony, and I say, Tony. Tony's not there, isn't he? Right? Because I'm down. You went down to the cargo bay? Yeah. Right, to, to, yeah, so I'm not there. So Tony's overseeing. Uh, you, can, you can beat uh, me. Yeah, so I'll beep him. <laughs> Tony, I have information you may like. Okay. The throne. No, that doesn't go over there. No, 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 no. The He's red cargo goes there. The white cargo goes there. What, what, what is that? Shit what are you talking about? The shrine world we are looking for is next to the planet we have a delivery. Excellent. We can swing by it, drop off the captain and ex-captain, and then uh, mosey on our way. No, no, you have to sign for it before you release it. Oh, my God, I got to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get me a microbead that's on the officer chat. <laughs> Why don't you? Because <laughs> not an officer, technically. You're not an officer? I'm an officer. I'm representing... The no, emperor, it's because he, he he didn't start off with a microbead that's on the officer channel. He's a, uh, a he's a, a dark heresy character, oh. and then he picked up a security officer's microbead, <laughs> so he has a security line. That's we could it. probably make another microbead. So technically, there was one on the captain. 
I didn't want to loot the captain's body. <laughs> well, you know where the captain's body is. It's in the morgue yeah. in the medical bay. We could just get another officer's microphone. Yeah, we got to have like a fucking we could like closet have with these things. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, I suppose there probably is. All right, you, <laughs> that guy, right there. <laughs> go get me an officer's microbead. Do you have a requisition form for the officer's microbead? They got to go through <laughs> me. Okay, oh, sorry, okay. That wasn't... That, I see you stand upon the proper forms. Let me get you that microbead. Little thing pops up on my data slate. Boop, boop. Motherfucker wants a microbead. Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can... Tony, Tony's just constantly assailed by requisition forms. So now you have Well, a... I don't think me personally... I don't think I would be personally. I'd probably have like the crew, my guys would be assailed yeah. by. I have like a I have like a call center of guys. Yeah, this, it's basically a call center of people in robes with pompadours. <laughs> um, they they take care of most of the paperwork. Yeah. Um, but in your probably like weekly review or whatever, it yeah. would pop up that there was a uh, an officer bead, officer yeah. bead re- requisition for Sunny. Um, there were eleven. So you can thousand. add that to your sheet, uh, officers. Microbead. There were eleven thousand requisitions this week. <laughs> Would you like to review them? Would you like to review them? They're all for recap. <laughs> and one and guy, <laughs> and half of them are t- <laughs> <it's> Tony. <laughs> I don't have to make requisitions. He's like the only guy who doesn't. He's allowed to embezzle. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's in the job description. It yeah. says can embezzle. Is it even embezzlement? <laughs> Is it even it's embezzlement if it's your job? Um, so, uh, after about 18 hours or so, um, wow. you probably get some sleep at some point in there. Um, the I sleep off the recap high. <laughs> the drop-off for uh, the listening post is complete. Um, the With chains, they drag in the uh, uh, gangplank um, because they have to do that with chains, but the doors close automatically. Um, it's a little backwards. So is it just there's like o- is it just like open to space? <laughs> no, no. Um, th- it's an airlock, but there's sort of a thing that goes uh, a, a gangplank that goes across. So there's a smooth surface to roll things. Oh, I have a um, question because they kind of have like front end loaders to move these giant pallets. Does the ship have a day night cycle? Um, kind of. Um, there are watch cycles for mm-hmm. uh, officers and crew to abide by. So any some portion probably a third of the crew is working at any given time um one third is probably uh eating and uh performing mandated uh things like listening to sermons um reading the imperial infantryman's uplifting primer um and maybe studying um and then the third the uh, last third is sleeping because at least from my understanding is that um so two things. One is that, in like a lot of sci-fi, they'll do the thing where like the ship dims every twelve hours. Um, they go back to their uh, sort of pod of mm-hmm. living quarter space, and those will dim. The whole ship doesn't dim. Okay, the and ship remains in operation at all times. The other, this isn't. We'll just act as if everybody goes twenty-four. But I think when humans are like in in like space, especially, they end up going to like twelve hour, like twenty. Sorry, like thirty-two hour cycles for some reason. Something like that. Yeah, um, but. Regardless of that, you guys basically <laughs> do whatever sleep cycle you like, but the, the ship remains in operation at all yeah. times. Okay, just making sure. How does gravity work? Um, there are artificial gravity generators that keep down on the ship down, but they're a little wonky in the elevators. Okay. Does like every 
every side of the elevator has one. So when it starts going this way, it just pulls you. This it's 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 weird. A, a lot of the times, it feels like you're going down when you're going up. There's this weird corkscrew motion when you're going to the, the navigator sanctum. Um, diagonal is a real problem. It's <laughs> lunch inducing. Um, yeah, the, uh, you need to get a, a couple of tech priests to look at the na- the elevators at some point. Okay, I think I. But that requires a lot of paperwork. Just like getting the mechanicus to cooperate at any time. At any point is just awful. During they're technically allies of the Imperium, they're not in the Imperium. Yeah. During a period when we're all kind of in the same room, presumably in the bridge or something like that. Yeah. I. You have meals together. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want. I'd bring the question to the rest of the crew of how soon after the after we have completed our tasks do we want to leave for port? Of course, throughout all this, the acting captain is missing. Yes. Yes. So we'll make executive decisions we'll, we'll as a group. The, we can we can like just beat him and be like the couch is stuck. <laughs> <laughs> over over the ship's main PDF. <laughs> I don't want any help. <laughs> I can get it. Pivot. 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 <laughs> Pivot. Unscrew the legs. You just hear some like gunfire as people like try and help me like shoot them. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> so are you deciding on when you want to ship out, or yes. what are you asking? Where do we want to go, and how soon do we want to ship out? We should go to the Shrine World first, and then after that, we should go to the next objective. The Shrine World in question is called Acetus Principle. Acetus Principle. And the planet that you need to drop off those passengers is called Jectinum. They are both in the Acetus sector. Okay, so as the as we start to near the end of this period of time, I begin. Well, pr- presumably, once the task has been completed and you discouple from the listening post, Take you off. fly um, the appropriate distance away from it. This maybe might take um, the better part of a day or two, um, but generally you just want to get far enough away from wherever you are before opening a warp rift because they're serious business. What were those yep. planets called? Or Acetus Principle, mm-hmm. A-C-C-E-T-U-S Principle, mm-hmm. and Jectinum, J-E-C-T-I-N-U-M, which is a relaxation world. Ooh. Ooh. It's vacation. Jectinum is just where we're dropping off the... Just where you're dropping off the sur- people. The... The uh, worker guys. Yeah, <coughs> that's not where the, uh, the retiring uh, listening post. Work. Do we have an idea of where we need to go for the rogue trader ledger? So at the moment, you have no idea. In fact, other than maybe hearing of the name Vasco da Gama, Vasco da Gama. you don't really know. He went. He disappeared in the miserable <laughs> veil, which is this stretch of unexplored space that is caught that. I hesitate to use the term stable to describe a warp storm, but it hasn't gone away in all of recorded history. It's Uh-oh. just there. In fact, the closer you get to the miserable veil, the harder it is to navigate. That's important for you navigators. And it's often used in your studies, like when you're training back on uh, your home planet or your home ship, wherever you're from. Um, the miserable veil <coughs> is often brought up as an example, um, probably uh, four or five examples after uh, the Eye of Terror which is the biggest warp rift, stable-ish warp rift 
in the galaxy. Would I be able to use common lore underworld to like talk t- to my contacts of the underworld and be like, hey, does anybody know any, any sightings of this Vasco de Gama guy? So at the moment, before you've left uh, this listening post, you would only have underworld contacts on your ship and in the listening post. Okay. There's not too many of them. There is a little bit of a uh, illegal trade going on. Uh, five cigarettes for this, or low yeah. sticks, I suppose. Uh, four <coughs> low sticks for that kind of deal. Um, there is a mild, obscure epidemic on some of the lower decks. Um, and a, a uh, kind of a pyramid scheme. For some of the wages going on, which mm-hmm. of course you are at the top of. <laughs> <laughs> you started the pyramid scheme. Yeah, like, probably. Like, I pay your checks, and then you give all the money back to me, and this gets you more money somehow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Okay. So no. Um, probably not. Not at the moment. If you were to get uh, to a planet somewhere, you might be able to make some contacts. Okay, You're so when we stop, I'll as essential, try you to you know the people who know the people. Yeah. So when we stop, I'll probably try to know the see if I know any people there that know the yeah. people. And so let's aim for a see this first, and then from <coughs> there. Yeah, we can, we can stop there first. We can do this like a drive by. <laughs> now, traveling through the warp is basically from system to system. You once you're in the system, you then have to travel uh, sublight yeah. between the planets. I assume so. Because it's impolite to do a warp jump inside of a solar system it's been done um i feel like we're going to do that for our new captain <laughs> i mean sooner or later it's going to happen but the polite way to go about it is to arrive in the system away from any planets and fly in towards them okay all right navigator navigate us time, time for you to navigate. do your job all right well first things first we gotta do an awareness check a demon sunny sits down and buckles up Buckle um, this. Do I know? <laughs> As a general rule, all officers are required on the bridge uh, for translocation. Um, there's a number of orders that need to be give, given out, and before anything else, uh, the captain needs to perform a ritual uh, to bless the ship for good luck. The captain's not here. I'll do the blessing. <laughs> Makes sense. He is a cleric. All right. Would you like examples of uh, various captain rituals? I'm not a captain. Okay. What ritual would you like to perform to bless the ship, then? Um, seven guns. <laughs> a seven gun salute? Yeah. Do you want right. to, like, blow out the hole? Down, <laughs> blow out a window? You go down to the dance hall. Okay. You get, get the PA system on. You get the PA system on, um, and you have a number of security officers uh, with their las guns. Alternatively, you could use your uh, your weapons. Do we have blanks? <laughs> Is there such a thing as a blank laser gun cartridge? <laughs> you just turn down the power a little bit. Set it to stun. In the name of the emperor, his holy presence, and for those about to warp, we salute you. Fire. <laughs> I just blast the shotgun off in this room, and the laser beams go off. Now, on top of this, you get a number of... Um, officers and foremans and stuff there to witness it because the whole point of this is basically to calm the nerves of the uh, crew members we're so about to go they're not going crazy when we enter the war. We're about to go into a fucking demon infested <laughs> wormhole. And your solution is to fire off weapons in an enclosed space. Make a uh, command check. Okay. And I'll give you a plus 10 to it because this is great. A 48 gives me Two degrees of success. All right. Um, 
the crew members cheer. They like you. They know Sonny. He's the undauntable smile. Uh, this is the man with, with the plan, with the faith. And I think you're left. You were left in command after uh, acting captain, right? Didn't he do that at the end of last session? It wasn't on camera. It wasn't on camera, <laughs> but um, basically, you're you're number three when number one is dead and number two is moving a couch. <laughs> right. So the, the the crew are satisfied, and I don't need to roll how much morale you lose. Um, because no morale is lost. You maintain the morale. And the navigator, in his sanctum, sets to work. It's like, uh, he's like the, um, oh, what is it? That Tom Cruise movie with uh, Total Recall, I think it's called. No, not Total Recall. <coughs> it, it's the one where he's got like, the, the Min- screen. Minority Report. <sighs> minority Report. Yeah, Minority Report. <laughs> Looking at stellar maps, about how far away is the solar system? Five parsecs. Um, you gotta make a navigation check to, to yeah. figure that out. This would be stellar. Stellar. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have a bonus for this? Um, you've got charts, so a plus ten bonus. Okay, so that is two degrees of failure. Two degrees of failure. You think this is probably going to take forty days of warp travel? Forty days. That's what you think. It's probably going to be like a week, but <laughs> we may want to. It could make, be longer. It could be shorter. We may want to take a pit stop. Where? Yeah, man. Where? Navigate us. I take a look along the route to see. <laughs> Jesus Christ! We have the worst navigator. <laughs> there are other listening posts along the way. That would be significantly shorter. I know enough about... Although, the way the warp flows, it may be longer to go someplace closer. Yes. So I'll need... I'll do a... All right, so now... Because imagine if you took a piece of paper... Yeah. And you bent the piece of paper. <laughs> and but then somebody ate the piece wind. of paper. And then shot the piece of paper out. And then pissed on that piece of paper and said, connect the dots. That's traveling through the warp. Okay, well... <laughs> so I'm going to do an actual... Uh, warp navigation check now. No, so this is awareness. All right. Now that you've determined how long you think it's going to take, you need to locate the Astronomicon. Well, so this was... So my my check was I was trying to dodge doing that check first. I was doing an estimation of... Stage one, determine duration of passage. That's what you did. Uh, that was not my intention because I did not that check. <laughs> well, you wanted to know how long it was. By looking that's- at stellar charts. That's determining the, the duration of passage. No, I was just looking how far away <laughs> they were from each other. Yeah, that's 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 the navigator's estimate. That's part of that's what you just did. The well, nav- what kind of check is that? Yeah, the navigator prepares a passage he is familiar with, or for one, he has good navigational information for. Mm-hmm. Um, how? The navigator can make a navigation warp test. Although, what modifiers for difficulty apply, and whether or not he is whether or not he has passed or failed, should be kept secret by the GM. We did navigation stellar. Right, because what he's All doing. Right, then is you have absolutely no idea how long this will take. Yeah, I was you just, know that it's not too far. Okay, that's that's the first thing I was checking. So I was like, With okay, awareness. so they're not too far away from each other. Now we'll take a look at the warp. Okay, take a look at the warp. I grab Giles. You grab Giles. Okay, <laughs> he is bound and gagged, cannot move and cannot talk. Okay. Uh, so we set up the his, uh, his eyes are watering. We he's set up the ritual. Afraid of you, and he's got recap jitters. <laughs> <laughs> he's been drinking a lot. I set up the ritual. Okay. Um, take us through this ritual. So 
Giles is tied to basically a board, a large board, where he is... A rack, almost. Yes, where he is um, starfish in shape. Spread eagle. Spread eagle. Um, both arms and legs spread eagle. Both arms and legs spread eagle. Um, and then in front of him, sort of on the ground, is this large canvas that I have... I have a large, like, pile of these just sort of off of the... <laughs> like a roll. Like a roll of paper. Yeah. Like, uh, almost like what they have at, like, the doctor's table. For but this is... Sterile, but bigger and This thicker. is thick and designed nice for... Nice painting sort yeah. of paper. Um, and then I... Human skin parchment. I pull out a small box, and this box is covered in... It's a sort of a black liqueur. Okay. Um, and at the top is sort of an engraved... Oh. An engraving or is that it is lacquer because liqueur is like alcohol. Yeah, that's what I meant. Lacquer. <laughs> black liquor. <laughs> um, <laughs> and there's an engraving that is filled with silver, which is in the the shape of my the my house crest. Cool. Um, and I open. You can it up. come up with that at a later date. You know, I don't need to put you on the spot yeah. for that. Um, and so What's it look like? I open it up, and inside is sort of red velvet with a small dagger that is. Sort of edged. It's sort of um, like a karambit. Yeah, it's sort of arced a bit. Mm. And so I pull it out, and I delicately, with my long fingers, uh. run my fingers along the blade in front of Guile, so he can see all of this. <laughs> he is fully erect at this point. <laughs> and I carefully put he the box terrified. on a separate table that's separate from each other. And I step. The fear is palpable, like I, anxiety sweats. <laughs> I step up. That's the point. I step up in front of Giles, and I sort of... Gently kiss him on the cheek. No. <laughs> <laughs> I make sort of a deep humming noise. Like, <laughs> That's um, even worse somehow. And I sort of waltz around in front of him almost before stepping up beside him. And he can hear me. The humming he realizes when, he, when I'm closer to him is not actually a hum, but low chanting quiet almost indistinct and then i take the knife and quickly and almost um surprisingly violent for how like calm and smooth uh just like stab repeatedly no i like quickly move the knife across his just throat so a slash yeah just slash him right across the throat and then the blood like goes all over the thing and then he sort of looks up into the stars as if i'm gonna pull up a critical damage for rending on head Do you want me to roll, or do you just have, like, this is a reference? In a splatter of skin and teeth, the attacker moves most of the target's face. Uh, <laughs> I'm just or going for the neck. Than that. This is a neck, and it's very delicate. As above, except the target's neck splews, spews blood in a torrent, drenching all those nearby and forcing them to make an agility test. Anyone who fails the test suffers minus 10 to his weapon skill and ballistic skill for one round as Gore fills his eyes or fouls his visor. Okay, that seems fair. I'll make an agility test. It doesn't matter because you can in one round it's it's like five seconds or whatever, so you can just wipe it away and look at what you've what art you have created. Yes, but I'd preferably not like to get it on me. Uh, no, I, I one degree of failure. All right, the sound not unlike a wet sponge being torn in half. The target's head flies <laughs> free of its body and sails <laughs> through the air, Jesus. landing harmlessly. Two d ten. Sixteen. Sixteen meters? 
16 oh meters God. away with a soggy thud. Jesus. The target is slain instantly. Okay, so I put a lot of force into this pull because <laughs> he just went like... So, so you decapitate him deftly. Like, this is practice. This blade is honed to razor sharpness. It has drunken many necks before. You, like... It, this is like this isn't this blade wasn't made for you. This is an heirloom, centuries, yes. millennia old, mm-hmm. and you just take his head off with skill and precision, and the splatter of blood in a sweeping, sliding, curling motion, uh, with the head being your destination, the severed head being your destination, <laughs> marks your path, and you get plus ten to your roll. Okay. We have now established that this this fucking canvas is sixteen meters long. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a well, his sanctum's quite the little room here. It's got vaulted ceilings and um, probably dim red lights. I imagine, or I suppose you could choose the color of lights. A strobe light. Okay. It's a real party in here. Navigation warp. So this is a pl- I get a plus twenty to this, right? Uh, what, ten for the charts, ten for your ritual. Okay. He flicks on the black light so he can see the blood easier. <laughs> Ooh. 11. 11. So that's, um, at least from 71, that would be a six degrees of success. All right. You have ascertained the precise amount of time it will take you to get there. It is 20 days. Exactly. 20 days, three hours. Oh, boy. And nine minutes. Nine. Nine. Number nine. So I know enough about... And you have a plus ten on your location to the Astronomicon. Cool. Um, so I know enough about the warp. Yes. To know that during that time, we will have a few chances of some warp shenanigans A few happening. shenanigans. Just a few. But because of this navigation bonus... Well... Depending on how well you do now, now uh, locating yeah. Astronomicon, you could potentially cut that time in half. I could. Or double it. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You could be shit. But it also means that we'll have a bonus to not getting it. All right. So now we'll do a perception. Ordinary plus 10 awareness test. Um, so plus 20? Plus 20. Yes. Okay. Total to your awareness. Hey. Uh, 48 out of 71. So that would be two, two, degrees, two degrees of success. success. So you walk over to your chamber and you lay down in it and you remove uh, the band which keeps your uh, third eye closed and you open yourself up to the warp and you turn your head this way and you turn your head that way and there it is, as it always is, the shining beacon of the Astronomicon, uh, clear as day and with two degrees of success, Destination reached in half the duration set by the GM in step one. Ten days. Okay, so we have two chances for the warp. All Ten right. days, one hour. And <laughs> Ten days, one hour. 30, 34 minutes. 34 30 minutes. seconds. Something like that. Okay. Um, and then the final step, which is... Then, uh, let's see. You receive a plus 10. Add plus 10 to any navigation warp test for this voyage. While every failure adds... Minus. So you got two degrees of success. That's two degrees of... Uh, two degrees of success is plus 20, and it's an ordinary plus 10 perception check. So plus 30 to your perception as you uh, chart us a course. Ooh, well, good thing I got that. That is one degree of success. Um, 
I succeeded by two. <laughs> so you succeed. Yeah. Yeah. So it was an eighty-eight right. out of. Um, so you succeed with with no degrees. Yeah. Okay. Um, it is now uh, up. Now you need to contact the bridge, and uh, have them activate the Geller field and uh, activate the warp engines, open up a rift, uh, and take take you in, take you into the warp. It is time. You have the route prepared, and you have your check for the navigation. Bridge, acting captain. Yes. Activate the Gallop field. We are ready. Activate the Gallop field. And... Activating Gallop field. Send me an assistant for... with. Send a clean-up assistant. <laughs> Thank you. No, you send some tissues. Your your under navigator, your navigator lings. I don't know. Your junior navigators. Oh, okay. Uh, they'll clean it up because that's part of them learning about the ritual. Okay, so during they need to clean up all the blood before we get ready. I clean my. I put on a new pair of clothing, a new, a new set of robes. Yes, new underwear. <laughs> all all that jazz. He saw all his underwear when he fucking. <laughs> well, presumably the blood got there too. <laughs> It's, it was a lot of blood. There was a lot of it blood. It sounded like a lot of blood. It's a comically large... There's actually large like a little outline of yeah, him I was gonna in say the pattern. <laughs> Fire up the warp engine. Preparing warp engine. That's a Adeptus Mechanicus guy. I don't know. He got a little weird <laughs> voice. Um. So when the Geller field activates, it blankets everything with a slight warmth. You're not in the warp yet, so you won't have the effects of that. I'll ex explain those when they happen, but the Geller field is kind of like putting a blanket on everything. Um, it feels slightly warm. It feels slightly electric. Um, light hairs, like on your arms, sort of stand on end from an electrical charge, um, but other than that, it's still real space. Um, the uh, blast shields on windowed rooms uh, slowly lower and lock into place, um, and the Auspex scanners cut out. The ship is now entirely under the control of uh, Cass. Cassius? Is that your full name? Casimir. Casimir. Um, and it's up to him to uh, pilot you into the slowly growing growing warp rift generated by the powerful warp engines of the ship. There's no sound in space. No. <laughs> this is more of an emotional sound. Yeah. Prepare for takeoff. We're already off taking. Five by five. Into the maw of the beast. Okay, well, I I pilot the ship into the warp hole. Okay. Dun, 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 As you dun, enter dun, into dun, the warp, that blanket feels there's pressure on it. Um, even though uh, you're not anywhere near the outside of the ship, it feels like that there's that warm, there's that warm, heavy blanket of the Geller field, and that's the only thing protecting you from a very cold wind. Um... The wind is cold, the wind is hot, the wind is loud. Um, the wind is made of daggers, the wind is made of water. The wind is made of angry claws. Um, but that blanket is keeping you safe, and that blanket is keeping you warm, and that blanket is keeping you secure. Um, everybody needs to make a willpower test. Everybody makes a willpower test. Ooh. Um, the navigator does not have to. Is it oh, a willpower okay. test for fear or pinning or for... Um, for translocation, to see if you get any warp travel hallucinations. 
Is this insanity? No, this is just straight willpower. I this feel is you're entering the warp. Things are going to get weird. Try and keep your cool. Ooh, I failed quite spectacularly. I failed by one point. Not a degree of success. I rolled a 38 and I All have right. 37. So, failure, no de no degrees. You got a... Uh, about three degrees of failure. <laughs> three Jesus. degrees of failure. I'm not very willpower, and I got a 95. <laughs> Sunny? Also three degrees of failure. <laughs> okay. Um, but I'm buckled up. Does that give me a bonus? <laughs> Cast um, do you have a charm on you? Yes. Okay. Um. Hmm. No. Well, if if does increasing your what your skill or whatever by five change your degrees of failure? By one. By one. Okay, you can decrease it by one then. I won't give you more than five. Really, I should only give you three for it. Well, that would so. still decrease it by one. All right. How about two? Yes. All right. How about one? No. All right. Well, you get it. <laughs> I have a I have a bolt shell keep keepsake. First, we're going for no failures, right? No degrees. No degrees of failure. Your character suffers from a severe phobia on page two hundred ninety-seven of the core rulebook. Um, and whenever you score a roll of nine on any die you roll, you believe you see the object of the phobia until the vessel leaves the warp. Um, so. Go find yourself a phobia in the core rule book. Um, it could be like fish or the, the color red or something. Um, that was what, page 100 you said? Uh, page 297. Uh, this is for uh, Tony because he had no degrees of failure, right? You failed, but you have no degrees. I failed, but I had no degrees of failure. Yep, so you have a phobia. I have a phobia. Phobia. Um, what page was it? Uh, page 297 of this book. All right. For uh, Old Man Jenkins, you had three degrees of failure, right? Oh, yeah. Unless I my bolt shell keepsake this <laughs> decreases that by one. The horror. The horror. The character experiences visions that reveal the true horror of reality. So basically, as you translocate, you see what the navigator sees, and you're not prepared for it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> This creeps up on him gradually. Oh, all right. It, gives, it takes a little while. You gain two insanity points immediately, plus one insanity point per 30 days of uh, journey in the warp. So you get two insanity points, and this trap this won't take long enough for you to get any more. So you're fine, besides two insanity points. So just a little bit of clawing at your bare eyes. You'll, you'll recover. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, man. Drink some recaf. Too bad Jada doesn't help that. <laughs> And two degrees of uh, failure, you say? Mm -hmm. I rolled really bad for you. <laughs> really bad or really good? Really bad. Well, that doesn't answer the question. <laughs> bad for you. It's not good. What I rolled was, was terrible. All right. And so it begins again. Cle <laughs> clearly nothing, so far, nothing bad happens. Um, but as you go to bed, when it's time for that, uh, in your dreams, whispers begin to beguile you, tempting you to serve nameless things. Uh, these dreams chip away at his soul as he progresses through the warp. 1d5 corruption points immediately, plus 1 per 60 days. So potentially, actually not quite as bad as uh, 
but it is corruption points, which is not great. So do you want to roll the D5, or do you want me to roll the D5? You can roll it. Oh, only one. And I think you've got ar Armor of Contempt. Do you have? I have it, but I don't know if you have it, too. No. Well, look into getting that, because that would make you uh, immune to this. <laughs> but a single corruption point. Some, s somewhere along the line, as you sleep, your faith is tested, and... You don't fail as, as bad as you could, but s even being tempted is enough uh, to taint your soul. The whispers, they're always there. Ooh. A little bit of corruption. The whispers. Don't worry. You can have plenty before it starts to affect you. Yeah. How, mu how many corruption do you need to get a mutation? It's like 10. Oh. <laughs> I think it might be more. I'm how, not sure. how does the phobia thing work? <coughs> All right. Um, the character has a deep dislike or fear for a particular thing or circumstance. The phobia, the character must succeed a willpower test to interact with the focus of his phobia. Enforced or gratuitous exposure uh, to the f focus may incur fear tests. Example disorders are fear of the dead, fear of insects. That's it. There's no That's those it. Those two examples. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, odds, fear of the dead. Uh, evens, fear of insects. That's even, so fear of insects. Okay. You're probably going to be okay. But who knows? There might be bugs and stuff. Ah, tonight's meal is honeyed locusts. <gasps> <laughs> and then at five days in, I'm going to do the uh, what I rolled for warp encounters, I guess. Yep. Yep. We get a plus 10 to that? Plus 20 to that? Yes. All right, cool. I already made my first roll, so don't worry. Uh-oh. Yes. So, travel through the warp otherwise is very much like travel through uh, the Materium. The difference is, uh, sometimes you're really freaked out by the true nature of reality, which is that behind everything that really exists, there is this horrific monstrosity of hell, um, which uh, Casimir is currently deftly guiding you through. He's riding these waves. Um, it's like somebody took the Aurora Borealis... Um, and mixed it <coughs> with various corpse bits um, and then made an ocean out of that and then you were sailing the ocean but the ocean was also a hurricane and you weren't on the ocean, you were on the hurricane um, and there's also demons there that are trying to fuck you in like, a bad way with thorny giant chainsaws yeah. that are also their dicks mm -hmm. that are also tentacles yep. um, that are also swords I think I may have said swords already it's not great. No. And they all know that it's you who's trespassing here. And they know that you can see them. Yes. And usually they splat on the bow of the ship <laughs> and slide <laughs> off as it flies undaunted through with the Geller field intact, maintaining reality on the ship. Um, and it should do that for quite some time. Cool. Right. So, are, so are we the assholes here? Just like going through somebody's house? No. <laughs> By default, the demons By default, are assholes. By default, the demons are assholes. <laughs> Um, far and away, it's them. Uh, you've got five days to fuck about with your phobias um, and other things until I uh, tell you what what uh, warp encounters occur. Do we have like a nice calming room? So there is a panic room <laughs> that you can go in. There's blankets and warm milk. Um, 
and there's uh, uh, one crew member whose job is she just sits there. You, you lay her, your head on her lap, and she just strokes your hair. That's her only job is to stroke uh, freaking out officers. Uh, just pat their head. It's okay. You'll be all right. What she happens have, when she fails? <laughs> <laughs> they um, have a second she in line. She might be a servitor. <laughs> like she's like, this is my only job. They're there. I don't need to worry about warp corruption. Yeah, I'm going to head there. Okay. So you uh, <laughs> you get your head patted. You eat a cookie. Uh, feels great. <laughs> it doesn't help with your insanity, but uh, it, it makes it me feel a little better. Makes Do you calm down. Are, your are they chocolate lowers. chip cookies? Uh, yes. Sweet. Um, with there, there is no them. raisins in this room, that's for sure. <laughs> and certainly no ants. <laughs> that's anyone else, has anyone else been, like, tired lately? <laughs> I'm just kind of tired. You tired? Yeah, I haven't, been getting, I haven't been getting a very good night's sleep. You got, uh, you got bugs keeping you up? Bugs? I kind of want to see what Captain Dick is doing with his translocation problems. I don't he actually know his willpower, so it doesn't he matter. He explodes. He has a pretty I'm low willpower. I'm going to guess that's one degree of failure, so then I'm going to roll. <laughs> he probably doesn't have a hundred, so. <laughs> Five days or so pass without incident. Um, you're moving along quite swiftly, twice as fast as you had initially estimated. Um, I think that's what we established. Yep. Um, the ship, uh, the McClesson, uh, dances and, and sloshes its way through this hellish uh, scape. Um, but five days in, the Geller field begins to flicker. That's I'm no good. Nope. So, um, when this happens, it's for less than an instant. Um, but all of you immediately know what's happened. Because when that happens, uh, first off, there's a siren that alerts you that there's been a disturbance in the Geller field. Um, so everybody is well aware of this. And secondly, you can feel it. The blanket is torn away, and for a moment, your souls are laid bare uh, to the immaterium before the Geller field flickers back on um, and order is reestablished. It was so quick, you don't know whether or not something may have gotten on the ship. You don't know uh, what has happened, but certainly this is something that requires um, immediate attention, is <laughs> the Geller field. Jenkins is like midway through a bite of his cookies, drops it. <laughs> My Shit. God! What's what's Tony doing in his five days? Um, habitually cleaning his room. <laughs> habitually cleaning his room. <laughs> well, like so, you're making sure there's no bugs. You're anywhere. cleaning the room. The, the the field flickers. You turn around and there's cobwebs. <laughs> it's like no. <laughs> Where did those come from? And they're gone. That's even worse. I know they're there. Sunny has been singing shanties over the PA system. <laughs> I have a plus 20 sing, or plus 10 sing. Excellent. So I'm a good singer. Um, I, I will allow you to make a perform sing check to try and reduce the effect on morale that this flicker has uh, caused. He's going to make it worse. Um, that is two and a half degrees of success. So two degrees of success. All right. That's not bad at all. You've brought uh, the morale penalty for this down from four to two. So you you act you, you're. What does Sonny sound like when he sings? I bumped the microphone. Okay. What does Sonny sound like when he sings? Like Do you want to sing for us, Joe? Oh God. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, Danny boy. He brings out the. 
the fucking Now we are ready to the head for the horn way hero <laughs> what, go. what happens when the Gellerfield flicks? <laughs> you just like go out of tune? <laughs> he sings like for a split second in the in the shed, he's like <laughs> Uh, Sonny sounds like D. Schneider. <laughs> Who? Who? He's Twisted Sister. Oh. oh. We're not gonna take it. <laughs> is there a particular shanty that you have in mind, or is it just sort of like the litany of the si- uh, the, the Emperor's sailors or something like that? Yeah, I, I reckon that uh, Sonny spends his free time writing. Writing, writing songs? Writing sh- shanties. So these are all like improvised songs about the uh, ecclesiarchy. All right, that's fair, yeah. Well, um, certainly uh, it keeps most of the crew focused uh, and on task. There's a lot to do on board a ship. Um, What that is, I don't really know, neither do you. You're the officers, but the the crew are constantly working, that's for sure. Um, And you keep them working, and you keep them from panicking, which is very, very important. But there's still the question of what are you guys going to do about this flickering Gellerfield? Because if it flickers once, it could flicker again. Somebody needs to soothe that machine spirit yeah. or oh. take us out of the warp. I'm going to... I'm going to... So, oh. well, despite the fact that your microbeat is on Do Not Disturb, yeah. uh, you think that maybe you should turn it on because Gellerfield are no... Yeah, no sure. <laughs> it's it's on, so he's just like in, the, in this room of meditation like working and, the, and he's just like, Whoa. I should check on them. So I turn on my officer's channel. All right. Do I know how far we are from our destination? Uh, you're precisely halfway there because it's been about five days. Cool. I think the immediate flicker, uh, um, Tony would probably be like, boop. Beep. Sonny? Boop. Officers Beep. to the bridge. Officers, Officers to the bridge. bridge. We are... Uh, <laughs> I'm standing right next to you. <laughs> no, I was in my room. Oh. Oh, I was, I'm on the bridge. Oh, okay. Singing into the PA system. <laughs> boop. Sonny, because I can hear you. Sonny. Yes, 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 yes. The shanties will ret- uh, will return at a regularly regularly scheduled interval. Uh, Sonny, um, organize the officers to the bridge. We need to figure out what to do about this uh, Gellerfield issue. Boop. All right, I think old man is uh, at, down in the cookie lounge, so you might want to stop by there on your way up. There, there, Boop. Jenkins. I think it's time for you to go. You're needed elsewhere. Jenkins turns on the security shell. <laughs> she gently kisses your forehead. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, boy, that's mm. very nice of you. He's getting the romance in this session, <laughs> in this campaign. <laughs> Jenkins to security. She's like a grandmother type. Although that is about in his age range, so Uh-oh. who knows. Horny Jen- grandma. Gilf. Security. <laughs> Lock down all non-essential compartments and prepare for a sweep of the ship. A sweep? At once, sir. Very good. Did we ever do something about the... Uh, I'm all alone up here. <laughs> <laughs> there's other people on the bridge. <laughs> there's like no one else on the there's bridge. There's a bunch of petty officers. I start and there's uh, uh, Alexius, the astropath, I'm who is currently sitting in the corner, uh, rocking back and forth. His nose is bleeding again, <laughs> which he's furiously dabbing at. Um, uh, and then... Uh, yeah, that, 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 that's about it. I'll make, I'll make my way up to he's the bridge. He's got his Psychotic Mercy blade out, that's for sure. I'll make my way up to the bridge as well, so however long it takes me to... <laughs> he's got it, like, <laughs> resting on his neck in case he needs to just jam it in. However long it takes me to speed block up there. Um, you were hanging out in your quarters? Um, not very long. That's okay. like a two-minute jaunt. 
Ship's too big. <laughs> Ship's very big. Uh, the movie's going to be over. I head up as well. All right. Um, Panic Room is a little bit longer. That's fine. But are, he's just speed walking. Are you, like, running? No, I, I'm an expert power walker. Okay. Tony. Sonny. Did we ever get to the bottom of the, uh, you know, the incursion that's going on inside of the security force? Like, we know it's one guy. Giles. But what if there's other guys? Well, you remember looking at the footage, and the footage showed um, that uh, old man Jenkins had pulled up. The footage showed that the only person who caught, who con- who was caught and contacted by the mysterious interloper was Giles. Was Giles. Yep. He doesn't seem to have talked to anybody else. Giles. But who knows who he talked to on the station? Yep. Giles was the only one on the ship that had anything to do with that infraction. But. That mysterious stranger was on our ship. So who knows what he had done to our um, Gellerfield. Although, you and someone went down there, or someone and someone went down there. I think it was I think it was Cass and you? I went down there, yeah. Yeah, 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 to check it out. And you reported that it was okay. Well, it was not okay. There was a lot of vomit. In the Gellerfield room? I think you just went there and they're like, it's all good, and you walked out. That wasn't me. Then there was someone else. It was an old man. <clears throat> it might have been acting captain and somebody. Yeah, I think someone went to the Gellerfield. Was it? I, I went there. Boop. <laughs> Jenkins. <laughs> yeah? Jenkins, did you check on the Gellerfield when we were at the listening post? Well, I, I looked I at have it. on my data sleet 245, 3rd November... Of the year, something Th- third third weekend of the year, that you and someone, the captain, captain, fill in the blank, acting captain, checked out on the Gellerfield. Well, there's there's only so much you can check. They don't really let you close to it. Is that that's the one that like the screaming, like the super hot and? Oh uh, no, that was the that uh, was the warp, the plasma generator. Oh, okay, because the Gellerfield is whenever you're in the warp, it's super important. And the plasma generator is whenever you're on the ship at all, it's super okay. important. Yeah. Well, did the Geller Field had what those that group of guys standing in front of it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. no, the the Skatari was the was the, the plasma generator. generator. The Geller Field was also heavily armed, but it was not armed uh, protected by the Mechanicus. It was protected by security teams. All right. Slightly more heavily armed security teams. Boop. But security teams. But do I know that's in charge of Geller Field? Um. Well, that's me. Technically, the arch militant. Well, uh, it would be, in terms of running it. Yeah. Um, uh, I would imagine an, an explorator would be in charge of that. Who, Boop. once again, is not at the table. He'll he will come eventually. I'm gonna call the explorators. No, oh, hang on. Uh, Mechanicus members. Because it's the explorator who's in charge of them. I'm trying to get the explorator. Yeah, I'm not here. Your call has been rerouted to the next uh, available <laughs> officer. I'm not here right now, so. If it's an emergency, call my first mate. Bitch. <laughs> Boop. First mate for the... Ex- uh, first mate for the... Uh, There's a Gellerfield. stream of binary static, and then it switches into I know uh, binary. vocabulary. I think. Do you know binary can't, or do you know trade can't? No, I don't. Okay. I think you have logic as a skill. I do know trade can't. Trade can't, but not binary can't. Mm-mm. Anyway, it switches back into... Uh, Low Gothic? Is that what you Was have? that like a fucking... Was that like a... <laughs> is it like a bionic? Uh, 
switchboard operator? Is that what that was? <laughs> no, um, the mechanics do speak in binary to oh. one another because it's it's more efficient for them because they can spit out a stream that's just like, <coughs> and then their processors slow it down into boop 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 boop. boop, boop. Okay, so um, I, I go to the first mate in charge of running or whatever. Authorization send scale recognized. What? Uh, how can I help you, sir? What was that hiccup with the Gellerfield? What's going on down there? Um, we're beginning to, uh, uh, we're performing rituals to calm the machine's spirit. Um, on occasion, these things happen. Ships are ancient, and they are finicky. So I would know Is, is finicky w a word that a mechanicus yeah. would use? Probably not. But Probably not. <coughs> so I would know that this is just something that happens. It demands first. placation, and we shall give it to it. It may be advised to take us out of warp for the time being. Okay. So as, a, as an individual in this world, I know that these things happen. Um, sometimes these things happen. It is preferred when they don't happen. But they um, they do. It's not like this. This isn't like this holy shit. Is, this is a one like yeah. This ship is over ten thousand years old. This so. is like a once in a lifetime thing. Everything's fucked up. No, this was literally. I just rolled the Gellerfield flickers once, okay. and everybody panics. Boop. Cass. Yes. Oh, good. I got him. Hey, uh, take us out of the warp. Do I know? That I will have to redo everything if we leave the warp, or can um, I just resume? Everybody would have to make a new translocation check mm -hmm. uh, when you re-enter the warp. Um, but this, uh, as, as long as you don't spend too long outside the warp before re-entering it, you will be able to use the same check. Okay. Um, if it's more than, like, five days or something, basically, if, if the time... If you extend the time by too much... Um, you'll have to make a new navigation check because whatever winds in the warp that you were riding on may have uh, shifted or changed. Okay. Um, but as long as you keep it brief, uh, you can probably pop Is out brief, and pop back in. Would brief be like a couple um, hours? Brief would be under 24 hours. Okay. So I give them six hours. Okay. So you burst back into real space um, and that clawing uh, pressure on the outside of that blanket um, vanishes and... Uh, you no longer hear whispers in your sleep. Um, if you were asleep, I think you're probably awake at this point. Um, and the world is once again normal if you are in that icy, freezing cold void between stars um, where there's just absolutely nothing here. This is just bare, open space. It's a good thing we didn't hit anything. Space is, I'd say, over the uh, microbead officer's channel. Space is mostly empty. But there's always a chance. The whole ship wrenches to the side. <laughs> iceberg! <laughs> Space iceberg. No, no, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. There's just one tiny little ship. We just <laughs> plows right through it. Everything is oddly quiet. You know, we need to uh, cast... Cass? Yes. The next time we go in there, you should, uh, next time we go into the warp, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how these things work for you, but, like, take a look around for that guy. You know, that solo guy who was floating, free, flo free floating? You know, the mystery man? I would imagine he has left the warp and entered the location he was traveling to by this point. He was wearing a jetpack. I don't think he went through the warp in a jetpack. I don't think he went through the warp in a jetpack. Now, Casimir remembers that he felt a ship enter the warp and depart the area mm -hmm. um, at the end of last session. Presumably, now this is a, this is a hard presumption, but 
sticking one and two together to get three, probably whoever this was left on that ship or yeah. was on the listening post. Or he jetpacked his way or through the jet warp. Or he jetpacked into warp. What a, what a fucking balls of steel. <laughs> <laughs> you would have to have a warp a engine personal, on him. A personal Gellerfield yeah. and a, a personal... Gellerfield and a personal warp engine. Which My God. theoretically could exist, but that's some Just like this serious big ass dark age of technology <laughs> shit. Or maybe Eldar technology. <gasps> they don't go in the warp. Oh. Well, How do they travel? Webway. Oh. I'm going to call back down to the... Right. Uh, elves. Right. Elves. Under... Gr- under... Uh, fuck, whatever that's called. Boop. To the uh, Mechanicus guys. Boop. Is there anything we can do to help you satiate the machine spirit? Having a ship-wide hymn of the Omnissiah would be appreciated. Sonny, you got that? <laughs> I, I don't know that one. <laughs> it is simple. I will walk you through it. No, no, you can just stay down there. Don't come up here. <laughs> <laughs> Location uh, or locomotion is already underway. Just, no, you just, don't have just, to. just send 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 the lyrics to my data sheet, data slate. And this is acceptable. <laughs> but proper timing is important. I'll print it out for you. To, to the millisecond. <laughs> Presumably, you know how to read sheet music. <laughs> yeah, I would have sheet music. Um. The dot matrix printer in the corner is going off. <laughs> one, one, zero, one, zero, one, Two. one. It's like that Futurama bit. <laughs> Mechanicus quotes. Give me a minute to pull stuff up. Alright, you're given a thing of sheet music and the notes are apparently a binary sequence <laughs> and it's really not like musical at all it's like boop, it's like a dial up modem boop, boop. yeah it's basically <laughs> dial up modems like <laughs> <laughs> and the lyrics <laughs> it's just two different notes <laughs> that's all it is yeah. a b a b uh, and the lyrics are toll the great bell once Pull the lever forward to engage the piston and pump. Toll the great bell twice. With a push of the button, fire the engine and spark the turbine into life. Toll the great bell thrice. Sing praise to the god of all machines. And it's utterly dull. You need to make a willpower check. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for starters, this is a hymn to the machine god, which you don't believe in, and in fact you believe is a heresy. The way the Mechanicus and the uh, Adeptus Ministorum maintain passably friendly relationships is at bolter point. Um, the Imperium forced uh, the Mechanicus to agree that the Emperor was the Omnissiah, which is the physical embodiment of the machine god. Um, even though you know that the god Emperor is the physical embodiment of the god Emperor, because he is the one true god. And the machine god is just some superstition. But machine spirits, they're definitely a thing, and we gotta respect machines somehow. Because they do weird things, and we don't understand it. Like, keep the Geller field up. Like, keep the Geller field up. Sunny makes that willpower check for dryness. He does. Plus 20. I got it. Okay. Two degrees. It's not that hard, it's just something you don't wanna do. (laughs) And then. 
he he recites, whips out a saxophone. <laughs> yeah, he recites. Let's jazz this up. He recites the hymn. Oh, how how'd you do? I failed. Okay. Well, how how badly did you fail? By two degrees. By two degrees. All right. So you, this is a shipwide hymn. You're on the PA system, and before you did it, part of the instructions from the mechanicus was. All, everyone on the ship needs to re, to chant back um, what you are chanting to them. Many members on the ship are parts uh, are part of the cult mechanicus. In fact, uh, our own acting captain uh, was born and raised on a forge world, and he is part of the cult mechanicus. Um, so a lot of people already know the lyrics, but trying to get how many is it? It's twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand five hundred crew members to chant in unison is literally an impossible task and two degrees of failure is as good as success um at, at when it comes to getting all those people to chant together some of them are asleep at the moment um and in fact who knows if this will have any effect on the geller field in the first place even if you did it flawlessly so you perform the chant um you do it as best you can um uh, despite your best efforts music does creep into the song uh, because you can't help but sing properly because you can sing um and so he's like the <laughs> only thing you receive is a little pop-up text note on one of your data slates from the mechanicus that says no <laughs> so we don't know if this is going to work the mechanicus is just like pulling our legs because there's like there's no way it's gonna happen <laughs> kind um not really they fully expected you to do this because they don't do jokes and sarcasm very well <laughs> um they are after all people pretending to be machines themselves um but you you to the best of your ability perform this uh this chant um and in about 10 hours or so um reports come back from the mechanicus to probably the central because that's where most of this stuff goes through um and it says we believe that the Geller Field is in full operating capacity, and we are ready for translocation. You believe or you know? Do they believe or do they We know? believe. They believe. Good enough. <clears throat> Take us away, Cass. With all our cogitators, we believe. There's like an 80% chance we make it. Theirs is a wicked faith. Not like mine. Not like the stern faith of the Lord. Please don't say that over the PA system. <laughs> like the PA system. <laughs> like that bit keeps happening to us. Son of a bitch! <laughs> no. I know when the PA system's on. I will take us back into warp. <laughs> the little on-air button. <laughs> Alright. Please. Make a willpower check for translocation. Please settle your minds. I gotta pull this all back up. Fuck. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Got the exact same role. I thought if it wasn't that long, we didn't have to. Um, Re-entering you have to. He doesn't have to make a new navigation check. Oh, sad times. And it's a chance to pass your willpower check. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I well. mean, you've already done, you've all already done one in the past five days, so I will give you a plus 10 bonus okay. on your willpower check because you're sort of steeled for it at this point. Plus 10 brings it down, right? Plus then Plus increases 10 to your my skill. skill. Okay. And you're trying to roll under the skill. Sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you like that. You like plus 10. Sure. All right, that is uh, one degree of failure. One degree of failure. 
Sonny? Sonny. Two degrees of failure. Two degrees of failure. And the essential, essential Tony? Three degrees of failure? Three degrees of failure. All right, we'll go down the line. It would have been four. <laughs> Ooh, that's me. Right? How? 85, wait, 85 and 40. Oh, no, I didn't do the bits. 85 and 47. That's three. Three. Okay. <laughs> I just explode. <laughs> wait, 85 and 47? I, I have, with the plus 10, yeah. my willpower is 47. Add 40, <coughs> and, and I it's already above, so it'd be three. And I rolled an 85. Just subtract the two values, and then yeah, yeah. However many whole tens you can divide into that. So oh, it's by tens. Okay. <laughs> what? I thought it was just willpower multiplied by. One, two, three. No, it's how many? What? How many tens? tens? Okay, well that's. Yeah. that's so if your willpower is like thirty and you roll fifty, that's two degrees of failure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Each ten tens place. Yeah. So if you roll like eighty and your willpower is thirty. You fail by a lot. Or if you All if right. your willpower is thirty three and you rolled an eighty three, so the, the one's place is important. Yeah. Yeah. So there's three degrees of failure. Hey. Three degrees of failure. <laughs> so I need to add two more degrees of failure onto your roll then. Yep. <laughs> I'm that's, not that's still actually will. the same one. Yeah, great. No, is it? Hang on. Yes. We're gonna die. Yes it is. <clears throat> the flesh is weak. <laughs> At the end of because the flesh is always weak, guys. Uh, at the end of any warp encounter. Um, the character will see a the warp's mark on his flesh and must make a challenging plus zero willpower test. If he fails, he believes he is mutating and tries to cut away the corruption, dealing 1d10 rending damage to himself, plus two extra damage for every degree of failure on that willpower check. Not the one you just made, the one that you will you will make yeah, at, at the, the end, end of five of days. Okay. Okay. Now we're going to go for Sunny now. Is that both of them? Yeah. Three yes, that's... The three degrees of failure. Th that's for three degrees of failure. And for two degrees of failure, was it? Two. Two. <laughs> the character's tormented psyche bubbles to the surface as a physical effect. You gain a malignancy, but the malignancy disappears once the ship exits the warp. Page 300 of Core Rulebook. Page. You get a tumor. <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> it's not. It's not a tumor. I'm going to get, like, roll twice on this chart. <laughs> well, it's only temporary. Yeah. You temporarily lose your balls. <laughs> table 10, 8 malignancies. Table 10, 8 malignancies. Oh, these aren't bad. These aren't actually mutations. Do you want to make the roll? Do you want me to make the roll? You can make it. 90. <laughs> That's not. Maybe you wanted to make. Uh -oh. oh. Uh oh. 90. Bloodlust. Murderous rage is never far from the character's mind. After being wounded in combat, he must test willpower to incapacitate or allow his enemies to flee rather than to kill them outright, even if his intent is otherwise. So you are furious. You are upset that this Gellerfield failed. The Mechanicus are not doing their job. You are upset that you are humiliated so. You had to prostrate yourself in front of the entire crew. You're upset that the Navigator can't do his goddamn job. You're upset that... This whole business took place in the first place. The captain's dead. Everybody should have been performing better than this. You're so angry. You're just ready to kill. You want to kill. You want to kill? Kill? I start singing kill. angry hymns. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so it's like the litany of fury, battle battle marches, things like that. And your hands are clenched and shaking. Oh. Um, and then you make 
One more roll. Okay. So, as your journey begins to draw to an end, um, it's it's five more days in the warp. There's that pr- the the warm blanket of the Geller Field, the harsh pressure from the outside. Um, Sunny is angry. Um, these two have developed. Uh, what, what was it? What did you guys we, get? It, I don't think anything happened. I don't think anything happens right now. But I think at the end of the warp, we should. Oh see yeah, a you mark make a, on us. You see a. Uh, yeah. You think there's a, see visions. a mark. Yeah. And it will disappear the moment you leave. So it's like, oh no, I see the mark, and then you're back in real space. Except, except, my dear, Casimir. Oh. There's a problem. What's the problem? Oh, God. You're nearing your destination. You are so close. But the ship is stuck. It's stuck in a warp rift. You begin drifting. Uh, stasis. If the navigator cannot guide the ship to evade this encounter. Oh, you got to make a, a okay. tough uh, navigation check. Otherwise, you'll add 1d5 days to your trip before you can float thri- free. So angry. Okay. <laughs> oh, great. Our so navigator shit. <laughs> minus 10 to this navigation check. So much faith. You got it. I believe in you. How many? Five. Five degrees of failure? Yeah. Execute that man. (laughs) You plow right into whatever this is. It seems to be just a really big glob of flesh. Motherfucker! (laughs) (laughs) The whole ship rocks. He goes screaming down the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, let's see how many days. Six, that's three. Three extra days. So for three days, make a willpower check for that uh, that mark, both of you. So, so suddenly go running down the corridors, firing his shotgun into the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Oh hey, I passed. Nice. With so, uh, um, one degree of increment. success. Nice. So you you look down at the back of your hand, and your liver spots start to spell out words, and you're like, I'm pretty sure it was like that yesterday, or <laughs> ten days I, ago. I can't remember. I can't remember. I'm old. But Tony. Five degrees of failure. Five Ooh. degrees of failure. <laughs> chop into his hand. So <laughs> that is 1d10 rending damage plus two for each degree of failure. It was five degrees of failure? Mm-hmm. All right. So 1d10 plus 10, ten rending damage. Uh, and you can choose which arm you would like to hack into. The left one. The left one. He needs the right one. <laughs> you need to. Oh, he, might, he might fucking critical damage himself. Right he here. might fucking critical damage himself, but let's see. So what I, one he does have roll. DR. Is his armor considered into that damage? Um, just his toughness. Okay. Because he's he's trying to he's trying to cut himself. Mm-hmm. I rolled an eight. An eight. eight for eighteen damage. How many wounds do you have? Twelve. Twelve. So that's what's your toughness? That's Six. Uh, four. Four. So fourteen minus <laughs> twelve is, t- is two. He takes two critical damage. He yeah. takes two critical damage. Let's go <laughs> to rending damage arm. He's not dead. He's not dead. He'll be fine. But the only Don't guy on the ship, <laughs> the only player on the ship who can do Medicaid is in a screaming rage. <laughs> no, I can do it too. Deep okay. cuts cause the target to drop whatever is held and inflicts one level of fatigue. So you have a level of fatigue, um, and you're going to need to spend some time, A, recovering that level of fatigue, and B, recovering your wounds. Uh, okay. Because you're... you're 
in critical injury. I will so begin one so point per are, day of rest. Are you on the bridge when you do this? Probably. <laughs> so I'm just <laughs> he goes running off his screen range, shotgun <laughs> blasting. I turn around. Would it be I on the bridge? Because this is sort of you think you're mutating. So would you kind of I'd go prob- into hiding? Yeah, I guess I'd, I'd go back. I'd go back to my room, yeah. quarters. You get out like a. What what do you use for this? What kind of a spoon? Hack at yourself with a spoon. <laughs> your comb, your switchblade comb. Uh, my old rusty um, <laughs> tetanus. Um, auto quill. Hiding away in your uh, quarters, you, you you think you see the taint of mutation in your left arm, and you just start hacking into it. Um, you hit an artery, blood sprays everywhere, which you're going to need to clean up at some point. But you manage to get pressure on it in time. You come to your senses. Um, it'll take one day per point of damage until you're out of critical damage, or until you're at half of your wounds, I think. And then the second, the top half of your wounds um, heals at a rate equal to your toughness bonus. Okay. So you heal quicker when you've got so less damage. Like, Boop. So how, many, how many wounds did you have total? Is 12? 12 total. And you took two points, so two one, critical two. damage. And then six. So eight days, and then your toughness bonus is four. Four. Um, so two more days. Two more days. So ten days of rest and recovery. Okay. That's about it. And Boop. if you have medical attention, you can cut that time in half. Boop. Medic to the officer's quarters. Boop. The PA. <laughs> Boop. Janitorial services to the officer's quarters. <laughs> What is what does your quarters look like? Because you've been cleaning them, and now there's some blood there. Is it like bookcases and? Yeah, it's probably like <coughs> bookcases. Um, I would imagine like a drafting table. Yeah. Of some kind, probably some technology of some variants. Cogitators and yeah, yeah, terminals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and a nice, a nice closet. But it's also like yours to dec- decorate with all your personal effects. Yeah. So it's got. Cans of hairspray and <laughs> no, well, th- there's a there's a couple of couple of things of hair gel. I'm a dapper Dan man. There you go. <laughs> and uh, there's my collectible. Uh, what are they called? Um, <laughs> Funko pops from ancient Terra. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, the holy was, was the Marcus called? Phoenix Funko. Decaf. Recaf. Recaf. My collection of. Collectible recaf mugs. Nice. <laughs> From various planets. It's like, visit lovely Katachan. <laughs> it's a death world. It's got a little Katachan uh, leaper on it. Is it Katachan or Katachan? I don't know. I've only ever read it. I will like then seek aid. <laughs> um, does Sonny want to come to his aid or just medical staff? Jenkins can. <laughs> um, Sonny's probably beating someone up right now. Okay, yeah. He's busy. He's on Cass's door. He's on Cass's door. You son of a bitch! <laughs> the sanctum is locked up. Yeah, tight. He's like socking a, navi- a navigator assistant. <laughs> no, they would all be in the sanctum. Not the guy that's outside the sanctum. That would be a, mo- a member of the security team. Oh, I'm gonna hit that guy. Okay, he does not defend himself because he knows you. I'm not Oof. Hurt. <laughs> Oof. Uh, very a fine hit, sir. Well punched. <laughs> For the emperor. Oh. <laughs> Jenkins opens up Tony's door. Yeah, you've got like a skeleton key to all the rooms. <laughs> don't worry, I'm here. I, I put down a little a little medic bag. I pull out the uh, 
pull out stitchings, uh, like thread the needle. And it looks just like the uh, Toy Story where the guy's going to sew <laughs> with <laughs> My hands shaking, shaking, shaking. And I just start doing it. <laughs> All right, so you can you can have the amount of time it takes for you to uh, recover down so to five days. Five days. And you've, you've used up a charge of your medical kit? Yep. All right. Nope, don't worry. Here, have a lollipop. Although I suppose since you're on your ship, you can just restock pretty much instantly. So the way ammo works is technically you have an infinite amount of ammo because your ship is stocked with ammo. Um, but when you go on an away mission, you need to specify how many reloads you take with you. If you do not specify, it's assumed you have three. One on the gun, two on your belt. That's for you, Mr. Shotgun. <laughs> I've been counting. <laughs> even though I don't need to count right even now. Even though you don't need to count right now because you're on the ship. What what flavor you want, Tony? I don't. I got blue I, raspberry. I don't want a lollipop. Strawberry. I don't want. Peach. I especially don't want half of a lollipop. What do you mean? <laughs> that you took a bite out of. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> One. All right. A two. Three. Eventually, it is time <laughs> to leave the warp. Eventually. Oh Your boy. journey through the warp comes to an end, and it's time to translocate back Here's the into fun run. real space, hopefully in the Acetus sim, uh, system. So, um, you read those rules most re recently. What do you got to do to bring us into real space? It's a, it's a minus 10. <coughs> Perception. No, navigation check. All right. Make that. <coughs> make oh that boy. check. We are screwed. So we just, we just come out of warp drive into a planet. We're at a 40. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, usually you aim a couple days outside, so... Yeah. Yeah, but if you missed your aim... Well, that Don't worry, just means space is mostly empty space. It's mostly empty space. So we'll just and be sometimes like... sometimes it's a star. It'll just be like three days of travel rather than one. It does not matter because I have two degrees of success. All right, two degrees of success. Yeah. So we're like there. <laughs> Sploosh. Sploosh. <laughs> um, with a tear of... The fabric of reality, the ship rockets out into the void, um, out of the ether. Um, real space reasserts itself, and you can all breathe a nice, cool, clear, recycled breath of relief. relief. <laughs> um, and you are now in the Acetus system, which is the seventh closest to the miserable veil. Although that's not really relevant when there's seven other systems that are closer than it, I suppose. You are... Eight days of real space travel from Jectinum, and you are 15 days real space travel from Acetus Principle. There are other planets in the system that are closer, including Jectupum, um, the habitable but uninhabited planet of A-X1, um, ah. the uninhabitable, uninhabited planet... <laughs> <laughs> the uninhabited, uninhabitable planet of A-X2, which is six days um, from your warp drop. And there's also Acetus Adjunct, which is 12 days from your warp drop, um, which is between Jectinum and Acetus Principle. Are they all shrine worlds? No. Um, only Principle is a shrine world. Acetus Adjunct is a feudal world. Jectinum is a uh, recreation world. 
Jectupum is a paradise world, and the other two are uninhabited. One being a habitable planet with atmosphere, the other being a barren rock. Oh, so Cetus Principle and Jectinum are both real space travel away from each other. They're all real space travel away from your point of exit. Right. Um, okay. With Principle being the furthest, and Jectinum being the sec- the third furthest. So you gotta you gotta slide your way in real space across sure. the. Uh, I'll take whichever one's the longest, so I can recover. <laughs> well, I mean, it'll only take you ten days, right? No. So the closest to. one is four days, and you need five days of recovery. Right. Yeah. The closest one is also uninhabited. Yeah, so oh, we're not okay. going there. So, whichever one doesn't matter to me. As we exit the warp, Sonny is going to go find the officer that he beat up, and then buy him dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you like get get him proper rations from the officer's stock. Yeah. Um, you apologize, presumably, or is it just sort of no, like, no, no this is a... No, I just hand him, I just hand him a requisition order. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, you, you get him dinner on you then. Um, the, uh, mark on your body, uh, fades, it is no longer there, um, and you no longer need to control the ship. You yep. can close your third eye, um, everything is as it should be. And, uh, you're now in the Acetus Sector. Within the Cetus system, within the Deritus sector. There we yep. go. Do you say Cetus principle? Cetus principle is the Shrine World. You said that was seven days, fifteen days, fifteen. Uh, the place where you need to drop people off is eight days, um, and you'll be passing a Paradise World on the way, and a Feudal World if you want to get to the Shrine World. Is this like eight days one direction, and then we have to double back eight days? No. Or um, is it on a line? You're basically out, and this is successively closer to the sun. <clears throat> Which means if we wanted to go to, if we wanted to go to the shrine world, we'd have to pass Jacectum. Yeah, Jacectum. 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 You would pass Jacectum. Jacectum. And Acetus adjunct to get to Acetus principle. Well, we c- we could drop off those people we're supposed to, and then go pull away the captain's body, give him his proper funeral. Let's see if his body's rotting. Well, we embalmed him, so I hope not. <coughs> Does our morgue have an embalming thing? Uh, God said it did. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Um, yeah, they would have a number of uh, things to prevent uh, that sort of rot. It's because you're a ship, short of tossing people off the airlock, um, usually things need to be preserved. And they've got freezers and stuff like that. <gasps> this body's gone necro. <laughs> oh, it's got freezer burn. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any way to scan the ship in the interim of a real space flight? Sure, you could. To make sure that nothing came on when the Giller. Field flickered. Flickered. Um, it would be easy enough to use the augury to do an active augury check upon the ship. Um, anyone with tech use could do that, or make a good show of using tech use. I cannot, but I can tell people to do it. I'm pretty sure none of us can. If only we Damn had a captain it. who had basic skill tech use and could use <laughs> half of his intelligence. Damn it! Well, looks like we're gonna have to find a tech priest. Why don't we just order the people to do it? While they do that, I'm going to take a nice long shower. Okay. You take a nice long shower. Yeah. How long? Like I a whole day? Like. Because <laughs> <laughs> like you'll get wrinkly. <laughs> like two hours. <laughs> All right. 
You have a nice Two hours. You have a nice long hot shower. shower. <laughs> I have a beer in the you shower. Use up all the hot water. No! <laughs> 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 our hot water is not just generated by our massive engine. You have a massive plasma engine. There's plenty of hot water. Don't worry. The enlisted men don't get any. The problem is I the don't cold think they're water. allowed showers. You use their drinking water. Their drinking water is your shower runoff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This water tastes a little bit warpy. <laughs> so after taking my shower, I go to the bridge. Hands clasped behind my back and kind of looking around to see if anything has um, gotten a bit warpy. Um, you could m- make me a perception check with your your special eyes. My special eyes. Ooh. Um, because uh, nobody here has pilot spacecraft in normal void. Um, I'm having a normal crew member do it. And it may take a little bit longer than uh, the estimates I've given you to get there, just because they're not great at their job. <laughs> just so you know. Everybody on this ship is terrible. Are we able to order someone to do the auger scan? Um, yes, you can. You can have somebody do an auger scan. Keep in mind, they're not great at their job. Sure. Well, they're better. That was than better. Us. That was a single degree of success. <laughs> we found the so right guy. So he manages guy. to <laughs> ping the uh, the ship. He pings the ship twice. He says, well, um, with the exception of two, uh, pretty much all the bioscans are coming up as uh, humans. I don't think... I don't think slow, or, or I suppose there's, there's probably like five sub-navigators. So the exception of seven... Oh, so it's the navigators that are coming it's up. It's the navigators and the, uh, the astropaths that okay. are coming up. I, I got a that tw- two out. degrees of success on my perception. Right, you look about... Um, you do not sense much presence of the warp. There is still some residual. Most of it is flying away as the ship departs from it. Um, it's nothing on board the ship, as far as you can tell. How many people on the, the bridge have suffered horrible things from the warp? Is there um, anyone else with like a pen dug into their hand? So, oh, I, I think there was some sort of reaction I needed to do for the crew. Their their secondary acting captain ran out <laughs> screaming with shotgun. Blast. So er- everybody's a little rattled, that's for sure. Um, but as a general rule, it is not as bad as it could have been. Um, and certainly, hymns helped people uh, keep their minds, um, even if uh, later hymns were a bit angrier. Um, certainly, everybody is a bit on edge, um, and. Yeah, I'll say that there's no decrease in morale. Nice. Cool. On the whole, this is about a standard warp trip, <laughs> which people have done before. And you're now, once again, in real space, traveling uh, across a, what do you call it, solar system. So certainly, if, if the f- place you first want to land is uh, Jackdinum, then... Uh, y- Tony will be healed up well before then. Um, Is Jackdinum the first of our two objectives on the way? Yes, yes. that's okay. where you need to drop off. Then we'll go to Jackdinum first. The, um, Can I make that money? Collect that money, yeah. Um, while you're traveling, though, a Vox channel is opened, um, and you are hailed by uh, one of the planets. Uh, 
Cut that what, channel. What's our uh, what's our incoming call ringtone from an unknown caller? I don't know. It's probably more like a little text thing that goes that says who it's coming from, caller ID and all that. I'd like it to be those spinning clackers. What are they called? You know when they have like the boards that just have like multiple things on them, so you go. Oh like yeah, like where they all spin to come up to the thing. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. Um, we have a little one of those above our screens, um, or the screen emulates one of those. I, I don't know. A um, lot of tradition in the Imperium. A lot of tradition in the Imperium. So the incoming transmission um, is from uh, the Adeptus Sororitas. The Adeptus Sororitas, which is the armed military wing of the Ecclesiarchy. Um, this is probably something that you would expect considering there's a shrine world in this, uh, sector. Um, but you know, uh, well, those of you who are members of the Ecclesiarchy, <coughs> Sunny, um, you'll know two things about this. One, um, that they are very, they're often overzealous, um, in their military and classic, uh, what do you call it? Evangelical roles. Um, they like to use flame weapons, um, and... Almost without exception, um, due to a particular legal loophole, all members of the Adeptus Sororitas are female. Um, that's because under imperial law, after uh, the Great Schism during the Age of Strife, um, the Ecclesiarchy was no longer allowed to have men under arms. And they said, to hell with that, we'll have women under arms then. Um, they're all exceedingly well equipped, um, and they tend to be uh, generally scary ladies, um, as uh, all things considered. So they are the Amazons. Kinda. Pretty much. Um, they'll certainly wipe the floor with any guardsmen you happen to have. <laughs> and you're receiving an incoming transmission um, from their command. Uh, let's see. Uh, the screen opens up, and you see a uh, very stern-looking, rather elderly lady. She's got um, a great big slash across her face um, that is very old and healed up. It's a scar. Um, she has short black hair and kind of a bob cut. She wears white power armor um, with uh, Florida Lee symbols on it and black uh, cloth with purity seals. A purity seal uh, is something issued by the Ecclesiarchy, which basically is a award, almost kind of like a medal, um, for those who uh, exhibit bravery, purity, uh, and honor in the face of uh, the enemies of mankind. Um, usually it's a wax seal with kind of like a skull um, pressed into it um, and a prayer litany or uh, commendation in written on cloth hanging off of it. She has several of those, um, enough to, to be considered decorated, as well as several other proper medals hanging off of her armor. Um, she introduces herself as Canoness Superior Christel Desserin. Um, and... Uh, uh, well, how should I do her voice, I guess? <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, <coughs> welcome the McClesson uh, to the Aceta system. Uh, have you brought uh, reinforcements for us? Who is this? Acting captain. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I talking to? The uh, transmission should have declared that I am... Kenaness Superior Crystal Desserin, I don't trust these Mechanicus type. Who knows what it might have said. You can never trust a Mechanicus. 
how we spell that. Ah, a brother of the cloth. <laughs> Who so, might you be? Me. Speak up, quickly yeah. now. I don't have much time. Well, I think these things are There's easy. a crusade ongoing, don't you know? Where? Where else? Upon Acetus uh, Principle. We're retaking it for the Imperium. Acetus Principle has been taken. Acetus Principle has been infiltrated by the filthy Xenos, and we are purging them as we speak. If we could get any of these idiots on Jectinum to mobilize in a timely fashion. Um, we're kind of heading there. What Xenos, if you don't mind me asking, sister? Xenos are Xenos, and they all deserve to be burned and purged. But the specific... Hold, mind your Amen. tongue, mutant. <laughs> what? Sorry. Have you nothing to say? Quickly now. I already said it. Make into orbit around Jectinum and let's coerce some of these lazy druggies uh, into service for the glory of the Imperium. We're bringing in a, a fresh stock. How many? It's 35. Just so you know. 35,000. <laughs> That's more than there's crew on your ship. Yeah. A fine number. I will hold you to it. Good. 35,000. That's what I say. They just haven't come out of the warp yet. They're coming. Oh, you have a fleet with you? Yep. Excellent. Then I can count on your fire support. They're, out, they're not out yet, though. They're you coming. Sh you should probably be truthful. What? Sonny. You we said 35,000. You switch off the box, Jay. Yeah. Like, you should probably be truthful. Switch it back on. Sorry, there was some interference there. We'll just fly past this planet. <laughs> Listen, you guys don't want to fuck around with these ladies, okay? I know. I dated one once. So we're just going to shoot the captain? She chopped my left testicle off. <laughs> we're just going to shoot the captain at the planet and move on? Yeah, we'll just get out of here. To be fair, that probably would have happened in the uh, sc scholar progenitum before she took on her vows. So that's perfectly acceptable, yeah. But they would have been scary even in high school. <clears throat> so, captain. Mark that down on your sheet that you're missing a ball. <laughs> I want a testicle down. Which one? I'll mark it on this. That might be sheet. important if you get captured by Seleneshi demons. So Do you sad. think we should probably let some of the superiors know that there appears to be a Xenos invasion? Also, you might be able to upgrade that with cybernetics later. A cybernetic nut? <laughs> a cybernetic nut. Oh it has the shocking quality. <laughs> cybernetics. Ah, uh, there it is. No. That's the name of the episode, Cybernautics. Okay. Remember that. Please don't. Remember that. We should probably let know some official authorities that a planet is under Xenos control, especially a shrine world at that. The authorities know. That's why they sent <laughs> That's why they sent the sisters here. N no, the sisters were here all along, weren't they? Yes, but also yes. That's me, Sam, not her. Yeah. I don't think, I think you've closed the channel with her or at oh, least yeah. muted it. Presumably. <laughs> you've muted it and you're holding your hands over your mouth <laughs> so she can't lip read. Well, I guess we shall visit Jack Denham. No, we're just going to fly by. D no, the one where we Th need to this deliver is, our This people. is a Cetus principle. Yes. No, we're not at a Cetus principle. No. Listen to me. <laughs> we are going to stop by Jack Denham, deliver the people, and then leave. So, just so everybody knows, 
She is sending this message from Jekinum, where okay. she currently resides. She is also leading an ongoing crusade on board Acetus Principle, the okay. two planets you need to go. She is on the first planet you need to go. Her forces are on the second planet you gotcha. need to go, and she intends to move more forces there. Right. That's what yeah. I thought. Either we don't complete this mission at all. <laughs> we don't need to complete it. We got a writ of recovery to move on. That is supersedence of this. It'll it's take more. us like it'll take us like two days, and we we'll, we'll, we'll get just money. jettison them in an escape pod. We'll, we'll do that to the captain. This kills the people. It does not. <laughs> have you ever used an escape pod before? I have had no reason to. You would know that since your ship cannot land, it is too big, you would be sending a shuttle down, and that wouldn't take more than a couple hours as long as you had the people prepped and ready waiting in the hangar before. The cargo bay is also kind of a hangar. And then we just launch the captain's body. That'll be the drive-by. We don't have to stop. Um, you don't want to go down to that planet. I do not She'll want to go chop off down. one of your weird, langly testicles. <laughs> you have a strange relationship with these people, but I have no intention of dealing with them in the first. Do you like your left testicle? Do not assume that I have only one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alexius, who's sitting in the corner, um, the blood has been cleaned off from underneath his nose, says, Hang up. Hang up the call, Alexis. <laughs> I'm, I'm not making this call. <laughs> it's it, a it, box. Us re- seldom use psychers, and they abhor mutants of any kind. Like, we best have our sanctioned papers in order if we're going to be around these people. We do. Like, I do. imagine that they're a part of the Inquisition, because often they are. These people are serious. In fact, I'm going to go hide in my room, because I think I said something I shouldn't have. Never mentioned them. Oh. And he goes whimpering out of the room. We need that guy in here. (laughs) Damn it, bring him, drag him back. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, we'll just we'll just fly by this fly by this one. We'll find some clues somewhere else. Fifteen minute adventure in and out. It won't be a fifteen minute adventure. In and out. (laughs) Do do we want to get involved in a war with uh, why are they Xenos? No, we don't. To be fair, we don't. But we need to deliver the men for money. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. And do we have the stock to get out of here? Or do we have to resupply somewhere? I don't think we need to resupply. Okay. You would probably have enough fuel and supplies um, to actually even get on to another system if you were to leave now. But it's certainly wise to to restock when you're whenever you're in. Also, don't have any bearing on Vasco de Gama. You know that shrine worlds are famous for being places where sacred knowledge and is kept. Shrine worlds are places where sacred knowledge is kept. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the two of you would know that, and I believe the navigator probably <laughs> would too, because um, navigator houses that are on shrine worlds tend to be very old, very respected, and have Actually, meticulous well, records. I'm what going we... to use knowledge nobilite uh-huh. to know what houses may be housed there. I'm assuming not one of mine, but probably... Sure, make a roll. Um, intelligence. So that is a perfect match. So all right, cool. So you, you succeed. Um, you know that the Deratus sector is home to two separate uh, navigator clans. One is very small and very remote. It is pretty much only on the fringe of the Vale itself. It's a rather cursed house. Um, n- not unlike yours, although probably a bit more cursed than yours. Um, and the other is a large, well-respected house. Um, known as. 
Plan B Stinger. Captain. And yes, that is a reference. I know a little bit about the clans that inhabit this space. Clan Beastinger, specifically. They may have maps, warp navigation maps, which will assist us in our travel. Would you prefer us not to force our way through a blob of meat? And certainly they would know who was navigating for uh, Vasco when he disappeared. They would likely know who navigates for Vasco, and if he is from this area may be our assailant. You cannot navigate the warp without a navigator. It would be ill-advised to do so in any case. Well, Fine. We <coughs> we'll rendezvous with the sisters. And then we'll be through with th you. What? Rendezvous and then through. Okay, that's I think we're just going to do like a <laughs> recon mission down to... The, to why don't we? Yeah. Why don't we just do a quick recon down to Acetus Principal? Um, get the information we need, um, all the shit we need, and get out of here. Um, you do not recon with Xenos around. Well, I don't know anything about Xenos. So. Um, usually they are quite dangerous and ferocious. I've dealt with demons and things somewhat similar, and they usually know you're coming. I would like to know which ones they are. Well, ask her. She's she's right there. I did, and I can't. You may need to ask her yourself. Incoming <laughs> transmission from Adeptus Sororitas. Somebody else might want to speak for me. It's rather rude to hang up, especially on a superior officer. That was a problem with the uh, the, uh, the those faulty tech mechanics. Yeah, they lost the connection there. Well, you are rather far out. I will forgive this uh, interruption once. Right. So we're going to come down, bring our 35 men, and then uh, <laughs> park in. Okay? And Make we'll a blather test. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. She's a member of Ecclesiarchy. Yes, so you get... And I have the peer talent. You have the peer talent, so you have a bonus of 10. Jesus. Ooh. Wait, you can spend a fate point. You could spend a fate, fate point to re-roll that. We get like those once every day. Joe. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. <coughs> and we got like nine days, and they come back. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, you guys probably could have spent that on your. Oh. All right, that's like seven degrees of success. Seven degrees of su success. So that's you see her pause and take a breath, like she's thinking, like she may have misheard something. <laughs> then she's like, then kind of dismisses it and says, "Very well. Uh, how far out are you?" From uh, Jack Denham. Did the navigator tell us that ahead of time? Yeah. Um, like so we came one, out one into the, space and then it was the like... One of the ensigns who's, who's, who's driving, right? This is like pretty like easy math. He pipes up and says, um, e ETA 17 days, sir. 17 days. All right. Uh, we'll be waiting for you, and hopefully we will have uh, uh, more planetary defense forces ready to load as well. Right. As we get closer to the planet, let us know which side to park on. Sonny, yep. you should probably ask him about some supplies, too. Also ask him about the Xenos. What oh, kind we... of Xenos are you dealing with down there, Sororitar sister? I am prepared. I know precisely what they are. I'm trying to think of whether or not she would know what they are. Um, 
guess you could go back. I suppose that, uh, well, the, preci- the, the precise, the, um, what do you call it? The minutia of such things are best u- uh, left to the uh, uh, Ordos Xenos, but um, commonly they're referred to as Strixis, if that rings any bells with you. Horrible things. They tend not they, they tend not to fight directly, but use mutant homunculus creatures as their foot soldiers. Um, simple enough. Burn them and they go away. Um, a good policy. It works with most things. Keep a flamer spare by for me, and I'll come on down. I'll stop right on in. Just remember to let us know which side the planet to park on, because, you know, big ship. Would this be common lore to know what Strixus is? <laughs> no, this would be Forbidden Lore Xenos. Okay. Um, she raises an eyebrow and says, Remember your scriptures, brother. Fla- uh, flamers are for personal use only, if you're one such as you. Because you're not allowed to be under arms. Personal use only. Personal use only. Right. It is a hobby of mine to collect flamers. A self-defense flamer, as it were. Right. Well, good hunting. I will see you in a week or two. Are you sending a message back? <laughs> no. Did you just hit redial by accident? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all right. You're shutting things off, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you have oh. 17 days of space. Fuck. <laughs> all right, fine. Fucking homoculi. God damn it. On the bright side, Captain, I doubt they will have anti-aircraft weaponry. What kind of guns we got on this thing? Uh, on the uh, ship itself? <laughs> <laughs> so you have uh, 1% of your crew are a security team. Um, they are armed with... No, no, I mean big guns. Big guns. You have a Sunspear laser battery and a Titan Forge lance weapon. Could we use those big guns to, to assault a planet? You could use them to assault a planet. You could use them to assault another spaceship. I'm all for blasting the planet. It sounds like a lot. Now of keep fun. in mind, this is a shrine world. Yeah. Um, which are u- it's usually frowned upon orbital orbitally bombarding a shrine world. I Especially since they didn't say it but was taken, but it was infiltrated. But there's Xenos on it. I don't see a problem with glassing the whole planet. It's like gassing a house that has termites. It's not like gassing yeah. a house. It's like gassing a cathedral. It it's is. like gassing a, th- a cathedral while mass is in. Is well, in how session. else are you going to take care of the termites? We can't bomb the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We well, the way the Adeptus Sororitas would do it is they would get a can of uh, raid spray and a, fire. <laughs> a, a match. freaking match or a uh, lighter. lighter and blast them with flaming raid one by one. Wow. They're thorough. Oh, geez. How do we spell her name? Oh. I just wrote down Canonus Superior. Canonus Superior Christel, C-H-R-I-S-A-E-L. Deserin, D-E-C-E-R-I-N-E. D-E-C-E-R-I-N-E. Wait, 
Well, if there's nothing anybody wants to do, spe- if there's nothing anybody wants to do specifically in the next seventeen days, in the next seventeen days, they will pass essentially without incident, and you will arrive in orbit around Jectinum. Should we do some research on the planet, probably, and on that species of hostile Zenos. being? So yeah, I'll use my archives, okay, and my data slate. And you're also, you can also, I won't role play it, but you can open a channel to other people on board planets. Yeah. So not just her. Yeah. And since I'm a scholar, I'm going to help out. Okay. What, what, what did you want to do, Tony? Yeah, that was. All right, so mm. we're going to research just the research specific the planet and Xenos and the. And do you have common lore Imperium? <coughs> the two planets. I do. Or a basic version of that. Uh, no, I don't. Right. Um, I have common lore, administratum, and underworld. Go, go for administratum or underworld if you're specifically looking for underworld elements. And then while I'm doing this, I'm also if I'm opening channels to planets, I'm gonna also on the back end try to look into Vasco da Gama. Okay. So you're specifically checking out Jectinum <coughs> or Acetus Principle. I was gonna try to both of them, but. Oh yeah, but I mean one at a time. One at a time. So this one will be Jectinum. Okay. And what check are you making? Oh shit. Um, you said administratum, common Administr- administratum. Yeah, mm-hmm. administratum. Which is an intelligence check. An mm-hmm. intelligence check. Three de- degrees of success. All right. So you properly identify who you need to call on this planet to find the information you seek, and you open up a channel and you chat with them. What do you want to know? So Jectinum. So Jectinum. Well, the planet in general. Um, is a relaxation or vacation planet. So most of the people here are either here to retire, are here on leave from after performing a uh, arduous campaign somewhere, um, or are just rich enough that they can afford to vacation here. It's basically a big vacation planet. Um, many of the normal uh, propriety pr- propriety laws have been suspended here. Um, there's a number of uh, substances that have been uh, allowed for use. There's rides, there's certain professions that are uh, normally illegal elsewhere, or at least um, illicit elsewhere, uh, are more common here. Basically, it's Amsterdam. Yep. Um, So you can buy pot in a cafe. Nice. So first off, I'll figure out the correct um, requirements for dropping off the men we have. Okay. And getting paid for it. So that wouldn't take uh, particularly long. No, All you need to do is second. give them the order before yeah. you arrive in orbit. As you arrive in orbit, you'll open up uh, the bay and have the shuttle Shut head down. You stay there for um, a couple a couple hours or so. You could actually call ahead so that shuttle, when coming back, will carry supplies on if you want to make an yeah, acquisitions it. roll. Ooh. Sure. Want to buy some drugs, guys? Yes. Um, Sweet drugs. What's an acquisition rule? Let's buy a suit of power armor. (laughs) You could try to find a suit of power armor on this planet. Well, we know they have them. Um, You know that there are some on Acetus Principle with the Adeptus Veritas, all fitted for women. (coughs) What is acquisition? So um, using your profit factor, you can attempt to roll under your profit factor, um, plus or minus a bonus due to the rarity of an item. Um, and if you succeed in rolling under it, you acquire that a supply of that item, um, which you can just have on the ship. A supply of power armor. Um, Female power armor. 
Oh, old well, this man. guy's not going to fit in it, but we can make it work. <laughs> old man could probably fit in some power armor. He's Let's pretty see. skinny. Also, these are big women. So I'll boop, boop, and, and like send out to the other officers that we have a line of communication. If we need supplies or any requests from the relaxation world, they'll submit it to me, and then I'll roll on said things. Right. You guys develop what you want. And you know a couple other things. One... This is from inference. Yep. You imagine that everybody on this planet does not want to leave this planet because A, this planet is great, and B, they probably already have reason to not go in back into combat. Mm -hmm. um, and two, they're all going to be high out of their minds, so kidnapping them will be very easy. Wait. If you need to do that. Where, if where you need to supply 35,000 men that you promised. <laughs> 35. Oh. 40,000 men, so we have extra for navigators. <coughs> <laughs> I don't know if we need 5,000. Um, and let me find uh, drugs. All right, so the officers can develop that list of what they want. Power armor. I would have one suggestion. Because there are veterans of campaigns there, right? Sure. That'd probably be a good group to Kidnap. recruit bunch of old guys veterans we stop by one of these one of, what if we stop by the second planet in the solar system and recruit from there that's another option yeah it's a paradise but world, i'm not right? talking to the second um, planet no, this right is now. the paradise so we, we passed the paradise world which is basically a giant um what do you call it like na nature preserve mm -hmm. it's just a beautiful place to be this is the pleasure world it's a nice place to be because there's a lot of drugs and hookers yeah um and when you're in or once you get into orbit um Captain Dick is going to be like, well, I hurt my back uh, moving uh, catch that, that couch, so I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, take a just, just pick me up when you're when you're leaving, okay? There um, was there was an inhabited uninhabitable world. There is a habitable uninhabited world. Oh, okay. I thought that was flipped. No, I thought there was a bunch of people fucking roughnecking it and like no. There are those in the system, the the sector, but not in the system. Um, there's a feudal world, um, and then the shrine world. Well, okay, I'll say that one character. Okay. There is another group that we may recruit from who are more adept at fighting. I wasn't really recruiting people here, but sure. You don't need to recruit anyone at all. I'm yeah, just that's saying. That's not what I'm doing. So. I mean, I'm only a simple navigator, but I do understand that Likely the sororitas would reward us. I I, I for think you're talking dedication. about the wrong person here. I think head of security would be in charge of recruiting into the military services. Not really. Yeah. He talks about security. He would be because he's the arch militant, right? Yeah. Not the I'm chief security the officer. Guy. Chief security officer is one of the things that he does, but that's technically the title of one of his underlings. He I'm might trying be. to get us drugs and power armor. And flamethrowers. Yeah, one flamethrower. <coughs> and uh, well, one personal collector. I'm also trying to get some information about Vasco da Gama. Is he in the room? Are you in the room? I'm right Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. You, right were, you were helping me, so we're probably yeah. off help doing something somewhere. All right, so. I type into my microphone. You, you guys enter into orbit around the planet. Hang on. Up. Would you like or not? Do you want to keep well, talking? We're still Hold doing on. research okay. for 17 right. days. You're right. Well, well, while this is going on, I'm I'm also gonna train the troops because I have. Uh, I Do you want to press crew members into service in security or just train security? Oh, uh, how much? How it will be better? I guess we could use a couple troops. I'll take volunteers. All right, you 
put out a volunteer-only flyer system um, for those who would like to uh, enter into security. Um, I use my uh, my common lore of war and scholaristic lore of okay, tactics and Okay, so few people want to join security that I think you may lose a couple security members. I, I don't let them leave. <laughs> In any case, you take security members um, to All the security to the is not voluntary. The ballroom uh, for training, because the ballroom is used for everything except balls. <laughs> um, so I, Tony, we're finding out about yes. Um, well, I open the channels for the commerce. Yeah. Then I want to find out about Vaso de Gama with my underworld. Mm-hmm. So this would be common lore underworld, right? <laughs> um, I rolled I rolled a two. All right, that's really good. <laughs> so that's what's your, what's your skill? Forty six. So it's two degrees. Forty six. Four degrees of success. Four degrees of success. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Nice. All right. Um. So you know that there's probably just one person on this planet who you might. Go trust. to yeah. that you might trust to, to know who to go to, um, and you're like, "Hey, what can you tell me about Vasco da Gama?" And he's like, "You want to know about Vasco? I know about Vasco. Hey, hey, yo, I know about Vasco. Okay, you come to me. Here's what you gotta do." Um, and he explains that. Yeah, pretty so much. I'm just, I'm just boop boop boop. Yep. Hey Tony! Hey Tony! Tony! Yeah. Everybody in the world is named Tony. <laughs> it's uh, trade. The underworld is just the mob. Trade camp <laughs> is just saying Tony. Tony! 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 I know where to go now. <laughs> <laughs> I know everything I need to know. <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> so your name is not actually Tony. It's just your name in trade camp. Yeah. 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 Um. In any case, uh. He he explains to you that yeah, pretty much anybody who wants to run any, run any sort of business knows uh, or knew Vasco da Gama. He's been gone like five Terran years or so, um, not super long, long enough for people to start to get worried. Um, usually, they um, if he was exploring uh, space, uh, deep space, he would send back an astropathic method uh, message or so. Um, because he was in the veil, they may not be getting through. He may just be gone. People think he's gone because he was acting really shifty in the run-up to this mission. Um, but other than that, all I can tell you is what he liked to buy. Which was? Which was? Well, <coughs> scroll down to gear and tools because I'm in armor. So five years armor. ago, they, Tony, five years ago, Tony knows that he was Tony going in the direction of the veil. Vasco headed in the direction of the veil five years ago and okay. never returned. It does, does, does Tony know anything about the last... Um, um, uh, navigator? No, the uh, last sighting of him? The A. Starts with an A. The, the first Astropath. Class. Astropath. The message. last astropathic ma- message? Yeah. It didn't go to him. Okay. Um, he would buy, uh, crates upon crates of low sticks, which are basically cigarettes. Um, he would always stock up on med kits, advanced med kits here for his crew. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's because we have the best in the world. Don't t- don't let anybody tell you different. We're buying meds. Um, that's what? <laughs> I'm making a note for myself. Yeah, buying meds. Um, <laughs> he seemed to be uh, a fan of stim um, and would buy a great deal of that and then also detox for when he used too much stim. 
a man of flavor. <laughs> okay. And that's all Tony knows? That's all Tony knows. Okay. We'll try and buy some stuff from Tony. Get it on the cheap? Yeah. Okay. I'll try to get some SIGs, meds, stim, and detox from Tony. Right. And a I'm power suit <laughs> and a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else want anything? <laughs> For each one of these items, I'm going to need you to make an acquisitions roll, yeah. which is roll under 40. Now, some of these have modifiers to them because of their availability. Yeah. Also, because this is a pleasure planet, which is rife with drugs, everything on the drugs and consumables table will be knocked down two pegs, and everything not on that table will be knocked up two pegs. Yeah, I want the pleasure planet. I want to buy a power suit. <laughs> so they may not have the already rare power armor, Yeah. but yeah. they probably have any of those drugs. Okay. So so um, we'll start with SIGs. We'll start with SIGs, which are common, which then becomes ubiquitous. Um, and I need to pull up. So I need to roll under a 40? Well, you're going to get a bonus. You're okay. going to get a bonus to this, but this I might need be to find like a plus 20 or something like that. You know I'm not going to do this. We're going to go to the drug world, and I'm not going to get drugs. How big Ubiquitous is... Ubiquitous is plus 70. Oh, we, yeah, we did it. We, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> <laughs> we got some drugs. Now, technically, it would be abundant, because common bumped up to is abundant. So plus 50. So 40 plus 50 is 90. Roll under 90. <laughs> Roll under I did it. <laughs> All right. Okay. You now have enough... Hey. You have enough cigarettes to last one year on this ship. Enough cigarettes for the captain to last one month. Okay. We need meds. Whatever meds encompasses. Med packs, med... Is it just a, a crate of medication? It's, it's pallets and pallets. So it's just stuff. a big it's thing a, that pops up. You know that. those empty... Those empty Red cross heart uh, on it. The empty containers that you got? Yeah. You're filling those up with okay. these. Um, you want med kits. These are Let the high quality ones you high said? Quality he says they're high quality. And I trust yeah, Tony. Tony's a Tony. Well, they're probably standard. What's the difference between med kit and med kit advanced? I don't think you're in the room. It's just you're not. Room. It's just us. Yeah, they're just in like their little chamber jerking each other off. Yeah. Well, we're doing research. And we're in the research while we're lab. researching. I'm like, because we're like doing the research on the Xenos and stuff, and we're contacting the worlds to do to help us out. And while we're doing that, I'm like, boop boop. Hey Tony. We're in the library, which is just my room. <laughs> Actually, do, does the ship have a library? Um. No, because there's no library on the ship stat. You'd have to purchase it's and my install a library. Okay, we're in, we're in room. my room. There's records and stuff, but not like a find books. Is there like um, a information area? Or is it just data slate? It would be computers and data slates mostly. Okay, cool. Sure. Right, you wanted advanced mid kits. Yes. Uh, which are rare, which then becomes... Common? Rare goes to scarce, goes to average, plus 10. So under 50. I did it. <laughs> okay, right. uh, you have a year's worth of medical kits. I'll take advanced one. medical kits. Cool. You have a year's worth. <laughs> I take one as well. It, they're just equipping it. So yeah. I guess I should equip. Oh, I don't even think I can use medic. It's good to have one on hand. But I'll I'll take one. You can take it off my dead body. <laughs> right from my cold. What is it called? A med kit advanced. A med kit advanced. It weighs five kilograms. Wow, you can actually use that if you don't have the skill. Yes, just open it up. It's like a. Ro it's like a. It has a little like speaking spell that tells you what to do. <laughs> yeah, you're like it's like his arm is off. It goes. Please apply pressure well, to the. Wound. Well, the new uh, IEDs that do that. Or yeah, what are they called? Um, MRI. Uh, no, uh, fucking meal ready to eat, right? No. 
He's talking <laughs> no. about the defibrillators. The defibrillators. Defibrillators. Yeah, okay. they, they like, is the patient unconscious? Yes. Boop. Place the pads on. Doot, doot. And then like, higher, lower. Okay. Charging. Please do not touch the patient. And then they have this new thing that's just like, put it on their chest. Deploying, saving life. <laughs> oh, yeah, that does CPR? <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. That's kind of cool. I think they're called IEDs. Improvised so, explosive device. I think All they're right. called I, IEDs. But anyway. Um, AED. AED. Automatic uh, explosive device. We need stims. Stims. All right. Stims are. Do we need stims? That's drugs. I don't think we need Average. stims, but we could. Stims are like. Um, um, Simpacks? No. Yes, but they're like. Um, Skuma? Psycho. They allow you to ignore critical damage until the end of an encounter. That sounds fairly reasonable, especially if we're going to recruit thirty-five thousand recruit thirty-five thousand men. We can just stim them up and send them into battle. Syria. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a plan. Yep, goes to tool and gears, and then scroll down a little. I need at least thirty-five thousand worth of stim. <laughs> thirty-five thousand pieces of stim to stim up thirty-five thousand men to send them to their death to make it seem like we're doing something useful. <laughs> So you want to get precisely? No, I want a year's worth. I want as much stim as I can get, as we need, or whatever. You know, stim a year's worth of stim. That's the generic we've been getting. It's average, so average bumped up to. We don't need detox. This is a dry ship. We probably want (laughs) plus thirty. Plus thirty. So forty plus thirty is seventy. I didn't do it. You didn't do it. No No stims for you. Eighty-four. So you're asking for too much. He can't afford. He he can't afford the stims. I can't, I can't make that trade, man. I've already given you such deals on these it's, other it's things. It's okay, Tony. It's and okay. They're really cracking down. A lot of people are into stims on this planet. I, I mean, understand. I've got I a understand. lot of people. I've got understand. a lot of people i got to stim them up. Uh, uh, I know this may be asking a lot, Tony, but uh, power armor. Oh. <laughs> oh. How many? Uh, just the one. Each power armor is its own acquisition, just so you know. Because they require, like, a dedicated team to... Uh, to set up just to just armor so you we're, we're well not just getting a power armor we're getting a power armor power <laughs> armor technician power armor assembler <laughs> yeah pretty much um there is light power armor and there is power armor which would you prefer let's go for both shit <laughs> you can you can choose one we should try to get some recaf don't we have a million things of recaf how much recaf do we have the ship has recap. Right now, there's okay. like four cups in front of you. <laughs> Just because <laughs> Tony's been going through recap. <laughs> Actually, no. I have my. Uh, I have my. What year is this? Uh, forty thousand. Forty thousand. I have my. Three thousand nine hundred ninety eighth anniversary recap cup mug special edition. <laughs> Does the recap come in like a servitor? And then. <laughs> okay. Uh, you need to roll minus 50. So negative 10. Can you roll a negative 10? With a 1 and a fate point, you can. With a 1 and a fate point, you can do it. Roll me a 1 and give me a fate point. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a 13. 13. Can't do it. Too bad. Sorry, my friend. No power armor on this planet. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense. I think there's one suit of armor on this uh, planet, and it's currently being worn by that lady. Oh, the Canis Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> or we could just get it from a Cetus Principle. We could. What about the Flamer? They're oh, not yes, <laughs> the Flamer. Oh, do they have a Flamer? And I don't mean a gay guy. And I don't want a heavy one. I want a normal one. He wants a normal Flamer. I can't use heavy ones. <laughs> Tony just goes up and steals it from her. 
and 35,000 requisitions of men to send into their deaths. That's a whole separate different kind of check. You <laughs> <laughs> can't just buy them. Plasma weapons, flame weapons. A slaves to Flamer. send to their deaths. It is scarce. We need some chum. Scarce becomes... Very rare. Minus 20. So you got to roll under a 20. Oh, I've only had 13. I did it. Christ. <laughs> 17. 17. Son of a bitch, he barged me. I'm a fucking good schnetzel. <laughs> All right. Does that come with ammo? <laughs> yes, that comes with enough ammo to not have to resupply. So you have your flamer. What quality is it? Happy birthday, son. That's common quality because you didn't specify otherwise. Ooh. Well, the higher quality. It would have made a harder roll probably. Anyway. Yeah, it would have been a harder roll. And you barely got it, so. <laughs> Tony's just like, hey, you know what? I like you. This one's mine. Here you go. I was using this to clean out the gutters. <laughs> you could probably take it off my hands. Um, thank and you. just some of those swamp rats. Does Tony know anything about the Xenos? Strixus? I mean, the specific. they're like space nomads, right? I mean, I ain't never seen one. Okay. Well, if he hasn't seen them. But. They show up places, they want to trade with people, but they don't do, like, normal money trade. It's weird. Um, that's all I know. I ain't never seen one. Money? Not, hold on. What do you mean by not a normal money trade? Who the fuck's this guy? <laughs> uh, he, he's the... Uh, they, don't, they don't use money because they're Xenos. So what do they take? They don't understand money. What do they take? You know, creepy shit. Like, like people? people and skulls and just your shoe. Don't, left don't tell them that that's what this, we were about to take people. We <laughs> Do they just visit planets and leave? Usually they don't visit planets. They find ships out in space. And they try and trade there. They don't use their own ships either. They trade for that. I don't know why they're fighting. They don't usually fight. They're fighting? Well, they're fighting on... Yeah, they invaded a planet. I see, it's It's scary. It's bad for business. Researching I'm losing money. I don't have any stim because it's all gone to well. see this principle... To fucking fuel their war effort. Turn the mic off. Boop. Actually, boop. Tony, just have a good day. Okay. A lot of times, Sisters of Battle can be a bit too... You too, sir. Have a good day. Ah, I'll see you at the Ah. Vinny's next... uh, Ah. Boop. Boop. (laughs) 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 Many times, Sisters of Battle can be a bit um, excitable and assume that invasions are more intense than they really are. Well, why don't we call Asita's principal and find out? That'd be a little strange, but yes, I guess we could call them and ask if they are currently being invaded. I'm, I'm sure there's like rally <laughs> troops on principal. That <laughs> are you being invaded? Yeah! Well, that's part of the research <laughs> we're doing is to figure out what's going on. Well, there's only one way to find out. Uh, <laughs> Sonny, do you need the uh, stats for the flamer? I'm looking at them. Okay, cool. It is the Flamer Mazoa. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> All right. So is there um, anything else we can get garner from research between um, the two planets and channels? I, we should probably find out where the great houses are for the navigators. For the navigators? Yeah. Uh, like their seats of power? Yeah. Where they're located. So we, if we were to visit them, we can visit them. Um, there would You know that in this system, uh, probably there would be some sort of... Uh, Probably not their main enclave, but there would be some representatives on uh, Acetus Principal. Um, 
the place that they would most likely be in the Derritus sector would be in the Gatea system um, on the Gatea hi- hive world, okay. which is basically a giant city planet. Um, hive, if you're a noble, hive worlds are the place to be because you can get access to anything and you live in really nice mansions. Um, if you're anyone other than a noble, don't go to a hive world because they suck. Mm-hmm. Do the... But that's my opinion. I don't like cities. So, <laughs> in on the planet, Acetus Primer... On a Cetus principle, principle, there would be representatives. Yeah. Do I know where those representatives would be? Do um, they have like small mansions that they? Small mansions are still pretty big for the uh, Navis no, uh, yeah. Noblite. So Nobody? I would know generally where they are. Yeah, you'd be able to find them. Okay. Although you are of a renegade house, so who knows how they'll react to you. I'm sort of assuming that they might not be in good graces at that point. Because no. invasion. They're not responsible for the invasion, nor are they responsible for its repelling. Yeah, but they might be in the middle of being invaded. That's true. All right. Um, you guys enter orbit. Is th- are we okay to enter orbit now? Yeah. I make sure my paperwork is in order. Yeah, your your sanction Xeno stuff. Yeah. yeah. Or sanction mutant stuff. And I make sure all of the paperwork is in order. Also, <laughs> <laughs> I walk my uh, my underlings through it to make sure that they don't get dragged off. Okay, very good. Wait, are we going to recruit Arch Militant? We need 35,000 men <laughs> from whatever worlds we're passing. I was mentioning it before. Volunteers or not. I was mentioning it before, Arch Militant, but these two planets that we are currently passing by, the Pleasure World and the Paradise World, may not be the best in terms of qualities of candidates or quantities of candidates more like. However, drugged up cannon fodder sounds perfect to me. How about a world which has very little interaction with technology? The feudal world. You also have no idea to the extent of the conflict. Yeah. 35,000 is 35,000. Did we, did we do any well. research on Acetus Principle to find out the extent of the conflict? Well, presumably we contacted them. That was part of that research. Um, Acetus Principle, considering it's a bit further, will take a, a bit more time to contact just for sublight travel. Okay. Um, so I think they'll be able to contact you um, after you come Pass. into orbit. Sure. Okay. So you, I'm basically what I'm saying is you got to make the decision about if you're picking up people here before you find out. Okay. Well, that's up to the Ark Militant. Let's let's not pick up people here. If we're going to do it, we should do it at the feudal world. All right. Well, I, I, I put out a little a flyer to see if anybody wants to join us. A flyer? <laughs> I saw you those flyers. The ship. Yeah, we're talking about I, kidnapping people from the, the worlds. Well, do we have like a banner? Like one of those planes with a fucking <laughs> tail banner on it? Yeah. I may not be a cogitator, but I do know that you cannot get 35,000 men out of 25,000. Well, Sonny kind of told her that we have 35 after. And it seemed like she believed him. Yeah, yes. I covered it up real smooth. But we could make some profit. Cass, we're not getting 35,000. It's not happening. That's up to you. It's I'm simply making a suggestion. You don't know shit about security. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> You can't even fly the plane right. We're not yeah. even talking about security. We're not even on a plane. <laughs> I'm just talking about 
getting people to people. Yeah, you you go down there and tell all those happy folks, come join our ship. Have you been fight. listening to what I've been I saying? Have. <laughs> Listen let's, to the words that exude from my mouth, old let's, man. Let's also it's called stop. a feudal world. Also <laughs> Not this stop. one, the other one. <laughs> let's also stop with our great mighty spaceship at the feudal world who doesn't have technology. Let's yes. see how well they think uh -huh. of that. What are they let's going to them, do? Shoot us with les, crossbows? Let's give them <laughs> pistols and watch them shoot themselves. <laughs> Gentlemen, please. As acting captain, <laughs> he's gonna flame her. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. At this point, somebody runs up and hands him a flamer. <laughs> That's a very nice flamer. It's a Mazoa pattern. I don't know what that means. It means it's nice. Okay. It's from the Forge World Mazoa. They have flamers, apparently. The Forge they worlds make things. I'm trying to find the bit where you keep talking we shall bring the divine light to the feudal world and convince them that our cause is just and righteous and if they do not agree to our cause then they shall be invaded and exterminated by the xeno invaders <laughs> and it is their own folly for not pursuing with us are we sure of the extent of invasion no no. But we're going to stop by. She'll tell us which side of the planet to park on, I asked her. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then we'll inquire within. Do planets have sides? I thought planets have one side. Well, not not when you're not when you're in <laughs> orbit, okay? Clearly the planets are flat. They have two sides. Let's not bring this up again. <laughs> you can look out the windows. <laughs> Storm crew population can, take, can only occur at a planet inhabited by humans. The captain can make an acquisitions test to restore his crew population to maximum, hiring only new crew members from among the local, locals. Should yeah, be considered Cass. common, plus 20. But this can depend upon the world. Yeah, Cass, we can't really hold more than 25,000. That um, is correct. <laughs> if you were to overstock... Um, it would significantly reduce the amount of distance you could travel before needing to resupply on food and air and such. Um, atmosphere, I guess. Um, and morale would take a stupendous hit as everyone's super overcrowded, but you could uh, increase the amount of people on board the ship. Let's just well, replace we Giles. <laughs> One dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's your check. You did it. <laughs> If there's an issue with transportation, we don't need to use our ship. Do you see any other ships around here? Yes. Where? All around us. <laughs> it's the uh, the the no no. What about the <laughs> what are they called? The Adeptus Sororitas. They would have their ships in orbit around the planet that's being attacked. Yeah, so we can ask them to grab a dropship, bring it over. There's so many moving steps. One on drop ship. <laughs> yeah, you could probably fit quite a few people on that, right? Well, we're supposed there to be troop carrying. Transport. We're supposed to be going yeah. to them with thirty-five thousand men. Well, we can have them send somebody <laughs> over. It's like, oh yeah, we found the men in this sector over there. Just go pick them up. So keep in mind that the like one of the first things she said was that she was having trouble raising the planetary defense force on Jack Duffum. 
or Jack Denim um, to mobilize and go. Uh, She's not having her. a good time raising morale. So I guess she would have a, a ship in orbit. That's true. Yeah. So she can't get 35,000 men off this planet. But we might. But you might. But why would you then put it on her ship when you promised that you would have it on yours? Right. Who knows? Who knows how this will work? He work just out? sits in a you fucking cave all day. He doesn't know about. I'm just, I'm just the ideas guy here. <laughs> I'm just putting out ideas. Do, do we need thirty five thousand? Can't we just do like? Well, Sunny said thirty five, and she just kind of let that go. <laughs> let's do. Let's just go for like a thousand. That's a good just number if it's just a small invasion. That's not like thirty anything. That's not even an invasion. We have more men going into Syria right now. I've never heard of the Sirius system. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Ignore that. Since you're now in orbit, uh, should probably open a channel again uh, to contact the bridge. Who's up at the bridge? I retreat to my quarters. <laughs> I guess I've been at the bridge the whole time. I'll go to the bridge. Sunny, to sunny I've been standing here. Give us, give us like an orbit description, Trade. and then we'll break. Okay. So approaching the planet is completely unlike exiting the warp. There's no flash, there's no jolt, there's no change in feeling. It's simply a very small, distant dot that grows bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until at last um, it fills uh, the screens of the augur arrays and in fact if you're at a, uh, a um, room with uh, windows, you can actually look out and down onto the planet's surface. Um, the planet objectinum um, you're currently on the side that's night, so you can see all the scattered lights of uh, various um, buildings and cities uh, glowing like little dots, like stars almost, um, but very somewhat obscured by clouds. It is a fairly temperate uh, planet. Uh, many planets have been terraformed, so despite the fact that it's a little bit out of, um, what do you call it, like the Goldilocks zone, um, it's still plenty warm. Um, Presumably, there's some ancient uh, generators deep underground buried there in the dark age of technology that prevent it from cooling. Um, the uh, majority of it is fairly green, um, but there are uh, small swaths of freshwater inland seas. Um, it is a beautiful little uh, marble of blue and green and white um, in this endless desert of empty space and the um vox channel is blinking that you have uh an impending message and we'll stop there and eat thank you for listening to this episode of the uh the running rogue campaign we're running rogue we're running rogue yeah and uh come on back come on back next week oh boy we're gonna have a good time one week from now not 25 minutes from now Okay. It will be 25 minutes for us. Don't tell me. You ruined the illusion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. Does that mean